I'm okay. We got a plan and um, press play now. Warner Brothers Shield, man, puts it up there. We got it running on caption because we just watched it. We don't want the audio. A, to interfere with the recording, and B, we don't want our brothers being like, give us money for the fucking audio of Batman. <laughs> um, the opening credit sequence uh, is basically, uh, you know, spoilers if you've never seen it. They're going through this big stone version of the bat symbol, I guess. Yeah. Which is nowhere else in the movie. No. It's never. not like, hey, man, this is the thing that's on the case where he puts his suit nothing. This Mm-mm. is just it. But... And, and if you're just looking at it without the sound, you're like, come on, man. There's better use of time <laughs> for this. But what was fantastic about it was the whole movie just starts with Elfman's score. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it totally set the tone for Batman for at least the rest of these movies, the first, uh, first four cycles. Look at this. Based upon characters appearing in magazines mm, published. Periodicals yes. published by the DC Comics team. But then there's comics. Maybe they just didn't want to say comics twice, like Batman <laughs> published in comics by DC Comics. Um, but go ahead. What were you saying? No, I mean, in even the, the animated series mm-hmm. took its cue entirely, especially musically, from, from him, from, from Danny Elfman. This was, you know, uh, Danny Elfman now to a lot of people um, in this day and age, kind of like uh, John Williams at this mm-hmm. point, a guy who uh, has composed the scores of all their favorite fucking movies growing up. Uh, but this is this is it, man. The yeah. first and and well, it wasn't his first. He he did, he did the Pee-wee. score first. Uh, Pee Wee's. He did Scrooge. Mm-hmm. He did um, Beetlejuice. Yeah, Beetlejuice as well. And he did. But Oingo this was the Boingo. breakout. This is the one. Yeah, before all that, he was an Oingo Boingo. Prince does oh. songs for this, and we'll get into that later on. Um, but this was Danny Elfman's breakout, and this is a piece P.A.'s de resistance. This score is fantastic. This is the reason why I started like listening to film scores. Like I bought it and would listen to it in my car and like driving to school and just bombing oh, down streets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the charge of the Batmobile. It's such a. It, it, it's I, you know I look I like what they did with the Dark Knight movie score, but this score is. It's a march, mm-hmm. you know, and that's what a lot of the scores of our youth were. You, you know, you could do the score for this. Da-na-na-na. You could do the score for Superman. You could do Star Wars. Da-na-na-na-na. Raiders. Uh, <laughs> and, but I couldn't do fucking. Nolan's. Yeah. Now. Yeah. Yeah. Done. Done. <laughs> done. 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 You need somebody behind you, like, coming up with a little rhythm or whatever, a little melody. Yeah. Gotham City. All right, we're so we're past the credits, man. Here's Anton first, Gotham City. If you've ever read the script written by Sam Hamm and Warren Scarn came in behind him, I think Warren Scarn came in because he worked with Tim Burton on Beetlejuice. Mm. I think he was one of the writers of Beetlejuice. But Sam Hamm's script said, like, you know, at Gotham, it looks like hell has erupted from the pavements and shit. And Anton first, the set designer, uh, production designer, took his cues from from that script and, and design this world that they built on a soundstage. This is, uh, for, for the first four Batman movies, Chris Nolan takes it out into the real world, shoots it in right. Chicago, Pittsburgh, stuff like that. But for the stage based Batman movies, I always felt this opening sequence was the absolute most convincing they ever got for Gotham. This actually looks pretty close to a city. When you get to the daylight shit, <laughs> holy Christ. <laughs> It looks like my backyard, and it looks like only 50 people live in Gotham. Yeah. Like this, the thing that I took away from it is it looks like such a small movie. Yeah. You know, like despite the, the size, because you see this Monarch Theater in the background. 
eight or nine other times in this movie. <laughs> it's in the background of every yeah. shot. We got an intersection. Let's shoot the fuck out of it. If you watch a movie with no volume, man, you'd think that the whole plot is about how Batman's got to stop the Joker from taking over the Monarch Theater. Because <laughs> it is in almost every fucking shot. Um, this is... Uh, it, the, it, Tim Burton took uh, a very a wise decision. Classic approach with the the look of the characters. You don't quite know what era this is. No. Looks 50s-ish. A lot of art deco and stuff. Great choice because this movie was made in 1989. And if everyone dressed like they did in 1989, this would be impossible to watch. <laughs> it would be like Miami Vice with masks. Yeah. Think about it. When they made that movie, the way fuckers dress, like, oh, God. But at least with this, they took a kind of classic approach where it's like, oh, nobody looks like this now. They look like that. You get a little Tim Burton cartoony thing going Animated on. Animated Batman. Um, and, and an animated Batman who watches a crime go down and then doesn't try to stop the crime just goes to beat ass yeah. in this opening sequence, which I remember being like, this is fucking amazing. But when you think about it, he doesn't do the Batman thing, which is go down and stop the young, the family and their kid from getting fucking mugged and shit. Right. Which you would think he would since this is such an obvious homage to his own origin story. He's apparently looking from the rooftop going, fucking, I've been there. Yeah. And, and not going, you kid. Yeah, fucking, uh, don't cry to me, Argentina. I know what that feels like. But instead of swooping in and being like, I should stop this, it's just like, <laughs> fuck, it's still happening. Yeah. Can't believe it. So what Crime. does he do? He po- po- shows up on the rooftop to grab the perps. This entrance is fantastic. I gotta learn to stop using the word fantastic. I overuse it. I love this entrance so much. It's so Gretzky. There it is. I'm gonna, <laughs> nice. I'm gonna take fantastic. Go to Gretzky. Are these like plague punks in Gotham? I mean, these guys they're like hollow eyed, red rim. They got like moles around there. Like, what's going on in Gotham? Did this is basically this is three days after twenty eight days later. <laughs> so there's a few people who still have the fucking uh, the disease or whatever. Uh, th- yeah, these cats look weird, but I'm convinced. That the one guy who's like, man, you shouldn't have turned, turned a gun on that kid, man. You shouldn't have done it. I think he he looks like a dude who fights Batman and Batman Begins as well. At one point, I was watching and going, could they have really got that guy back? And then I realized he'd be like 60 at this point, <laughs> right. maybe 50. This is Batman. The first time you see Batman in action in Tim Burton's Batman where, bam, he kicks a dude fucking through the door. And then this guy he grabs with Batarang. Come on, imagine being in 1989, first time you've seen a Batarang yeah. on camera that's not like the Adam West Batarang. You just filled your pants right now. Oh, you're just like, it snapped open. It looks real. <laughs> it's got razor edges. But meanwhile, again, I want to point out, didn't stop the crime, mm. came up here, didn't retrieve their shit to bring it back to him. Nope. Just came up to be like, I know what you did. I'm going to kick your friend through a fucking door, and I'm going to tell you I know what you did. I'm not even going to punish you. I'm going to let you go, and then I'm going to step off the rooftop. Goodbye. Yeah. See you later. Not a very Batman move. Crime not fought. No, not at all. <laughs> Crime, if anything, just like, there's a new player in town. I guess he wants to wet his beak a little or something. Ooh, acting. Yeah, look at that. He's like, oh, I can't believe it. A man in a bath. Yeah. Um, now, look at this. Oh, Billy D. The movie that could have been. Oh. Right there, they, they rub it in your face, man. Billy D. Williams. Lando Calrissian himself, <laughs> which ties this to a fucking another massive franchise. Um, it, it, right in your face, man. There he is. Uh, Harvey Dent for a new Gotham. And anybody who knows Batman 
you know, if you're like my parents and you go see this movie, you're like, oh, it's Billy Dee Williams from, from Lady Sings the Blues. <laughs> from Mahogany. Yeah, the Cold 45 commercials. <laughs> um, but if you're me, if you're a comic book fan, you're like, holy shit, that's Lando. And holy shit, Lando is going to be Two-Face. <laughs> How can Lando be Two-Face? You can't be two things. But Lando was Two-Face yeah. in Empire. So you're like, maybe Tim Burton sat there and he's like, look, I'm a massive Star Wars fan. And I think Lando was Two-Face. <laughs> so I'm going to cast him as Two-Face. This deal's getting worse all the time. Um, he uh, he pops in for one movie and then that's no, he's it. in the next one. It, is he's he? also in the next one. Where? Um, I mean, there's some whatever. Like Harvey Dent still fighting crime, but yeah, he shows up. Like I think the whole plan was by the third Burton movie that he was going to go turn evil, and it never happened. Do you think he was sitting there all the time going like, "I'm gonna put up with all this fuck. I'm like, I gotta sit through this fucking Penguin movie, <laughs> but by movie three, I'm gonna bring, I'm gonna show them what I showed Diana Ross. I'm gonna yeah. act my ass off and shit. And then they're like, "Oh, we changed directors. <laughs> Oops." He's like, "Fuck." Harvey Dent's now Tommy Lee Jones. Who's the new director? Joel Schumacher. Fuck. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm ruined. I was supposed to be Harvey Dent. I have one of these pins that say a Harvey Dent for Gotham from the movie. Nice. The one that you see on Commissioner Gordon's chest later on when they're at the <laughs> Axis Chemical Plant. Um, all right, man. Here in the movie, we're seeing Jack Nicholson as Jack Napier, Joker before he's the Joker. Um, acting, he, and he is acting, opposite Jerry Hall. Who's not acting? Holy crap. <laughs> there are two women in all of Gotham when yes. you watch this movie. One is Vicki Vale, mm-hmm. Kim Basinger, or Basinger, and the other is Jerry Hall here. Whoever she plays. By the end of the movie, she's gone. So the only woman left in Gotham is, is Vicki yes. Vale. But I suspect that maybe they put her in there to make Kim Basinger seem like an even better actress. Yeah. Or maybe, like, in case Kim Basinger sucked, they could just. Put like slide her up. Like, <laughs> Here, you next, we, need we need two Veronica Lake looking blondes. <laughs> you were you a former model? Fine, jump in here. Originally, it wasn't supposed to be uh, Kim Basinger. It was Sean Young. Oh, Sean Young was cast as Vicky Vale. I believe there's footage somewhere in the Warner Brothers vaults of Sean Young as Vicky Vale. She was on a horse because uh, there was a sequence where they were going to go horse riding or some mm. such shit. This is some of the worst ADR in the history of movies right here. <laughs> Eckhart. They took this dude's voice out, replaced it. Periodically in the movie, you hear his real voice. But right now, it's like, ah, Christ. <laughs> it's so strange. This is the dude who actually played. Uh, he was in Raiders of the Lost Ark. And he was in Star oh, Wars. He's one of the top. This is another Porkins? fucking. Yes. Is that fucking Porkins? This is another fucking tie into Star Wars right there, man. It's Porkins. And they took Porkins voice away from him. <laughs> just like in Star Wars. They stripped him as a fucking voice. It's so weird. This all right. All right. reputation. But later on in the movie. Like when he talks to, uh, shit, uh, Nicholson maybe or somebody else. Yeah, Nicholson coming up in the like next few scenes, they let him use his own voice, and you're like, why? Just yeah, like what? Whose fucking mistake was this? But anyway, going back to Sean Young, she's on a horse, mm. I think, falls off the horse, twists her ankle or whatever. Can't do it. Can't do the movie anymore. They're like, we got to move on. I'm sorry. And she's like, why well, I want to be involved and shit? I love Batman. And they were like, next time, next time. That's why she showed up. In, in the Catwoman Cat outfit in Tim Burton's office at Warner Brothers going, I want to play Selena Kyle. Because <laughs> she had been in fucking Batman for a minute. Whoops. And then out she went. And then Kim Basinger comes in. Um, Kim Basinger, who John uh, Peters, the guy, I tell that story about working on Superman. Mm-hmm. John Peters, he was a good producer of that movie. He was a producer of this movie. Like, I would quiz him about this movie all the time. That's why I took the job. Because I was like, holy <laughs> shit, like the guy that made Batman. And he would talk about the characters. 
he would talk about the people in the movie, the actors or actresses, but he'd refer to them by their characters' names. Like at one point he was telling me, he's like, you know I dated Vicky Vale, right? <laughs> and I was like, you know Vicky Vale's not real, right? <laughs> <laughs> he was like Kim Basinger. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but he would talk about her in her character name to me all the time. I was like, you ever called her Vicky Vale? Could we be like, so me, Jack Nicholson, and Vicky Vale went to a Lakers game? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, she has a name. Um, was Rudolph the Randomness Reindeer there too? <laughs> yeah. How Who many else other was there? Fictional fucking characters were at this game. So he, uh, he, he periodically, he, I'll pop in with shit that he told me. But one of the things he told me about, man, was that was like he was dating Vicky Vale during this at one point. And I was like, good for you, man. I guess. <laughs> what does this have to do with Superman? Um, right here, though, this is the scene where Eckhart's voice is not Eckhart. And there, see this dude, Bob the Goon, mm. who's uh, Jack Napier's right hand man, uh, as one of the pimpest e exits in film history, where he's like <laughs> laughing as grins. He kind of stays. <laughs> Uh, just facing him. Don't go profile the eggs of the French. He just, yeah, kind of motors out. Ping, um, ping. He, uh, why they replaced that dude's voice, I have no fucking idea. But that dude, Bob the Goon, man, mm. one of the fathers of Silent Bob. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I was a big fan of this. The other father is uh, Bob in uh, Twin Peaks. With Bob at the end of the bed, we're like, my name is Mike. His name is Bob. But this was uh, before I wrote fucking Clerks, obviously. And, and you know, I, I just went with Bob. I mean, I'm more creative than that. Why choose Bob? <laughs> there were no Bobs in my life. But I went for fucking Bob. And, and this Bob the Goon is, is one of the fathers of Silent Bob. Um, right there, you saw the most Mayor Koch lookingest extra <laughs> in the history of fucking film. Are you sure it's not actually Mayor Koch? It could very well be. That guy that they cast as the mayor of Gotham looks like the old mayor of New York, Ed Koch. Um, and there he is on the steps. Oh, Bob Kane, little little mm, cameo nice. by Bob Kane actually drew a version of a Batman. But uh, Robert Wool, of course, playing Alexander Knox, character that doesn't exist in the comics no. at all, a creation uh, for the average moviegoer. <laughs> to uh, he's your guide through the labyrinth that is the comic book world of Batman. I guess. Sort of. Yeah, I, I, I was got the sense that they wanted him to be like the Eddie Murphy of this. Like, listen, you're a funny guy. We're not going to give <laughs> you any real dialogue. Yeah, I mean, he was a stand-up comic. He was Arliss. That's true. <laughs> it's like, come on, just bring something to it. And he brought nothing to it. So he just kind of sits there. Yeah, or, or it was like, they were like, come on, man, bring him. He'll bring some funny. Yeah. And then somewhere along the way, somebody sat him down like, we're trying to do this serious. Don't be fucking funny. <laughs> Dial it back. Yeah, so no bananas in the tailpipe? No. Right? No, no, no. No bananas in the tailpipe. That's true. Why didn't they just get Eddie Murphy? I guess they were <laughs> too big at this point. But yeah, that's right, man. This is Robert Wool before Arliss. I guess this is what created Arliss, right? Yeah. You were in Batman. Here's your own HBO show. <laughs> You're funny-ish. <laughs> um, he is the guy though has the, he has one of the lines in the trailer too where he's like is there a six foot bat in Gotham City um, but he big feature in this movie not a character from the comics Vicky Vale was a character from the comics totally. Commissioner Gordon uh, the Joker of course Jack Napier not necessarily a comic uh, version of the Joker or, or never referenced prior to this I believe the Jack Napier identity of Joker is tied directly to this, to this movie. Like, this is where it originates. Mm -hmm. um, but Jack Nicholson's deal was any derivative Joker he gets a piece of. So if they called, like, their Joker Jack Napier, like, uh, in one of the comic books or something like that, he would be entitled to a piece of that because it was taste. derivative of his Joker. Man, that dude got... He made a lot of money off playing the Joker. But to be fair... He's great. If yeah. I could choose the scenery, he's wonderful. It's essentially 
fucking like somewhere somebody was just like let's get the guy from the shining to play the joker <laughs> like what about Why him not? he was crazy and he also played fucking the devil mm-hmm. in in a witches of eastwick so you know it was he'd already played like some big baddies and done it with uh some um, uh, delicious malevolence mm-hmm. you know a bit of fun to it so i guess it was kind of a brilliant choice and just a matter of could we convince him to put on the face gear because it's not as simple as Heath Ledger, you know, had some cut marks yeah, on him. He just painted his face. This is a flat out face gear prosthetic that he has to put on, but he got paid handsomely for it, man. But, but it's not to say like this guy phoned it in and took the money and ran. He earned every penny. Like he did a tremendous job because the movie, as you've seen, Really shouldn't be called Batman. No, we're we are what now? Like twenty minutes into this movie, it should be called. Yeah, we're at sixteen minutes. We mark. have not seen Bruce Wayne yet. Is that right? Yeah, you're all. right. We haven't been introduced to the character no. of Bruce Wayne. No, like just it's just everybody else. And Batman, we spent like a minute with. <laughs> yeah, at best, it's kind of like a soap opera. And then, it, really, the movie might as well be called uh, J- The Joker because yeah. you do spend a good amount of time here. I like this moment, though, because later on Nicholson does it back at him when he's like, you, I'm a number one guy. Do you think fucking Jack Palance, this is the legendary actor, Jack Palance, he won an Oscar for City City Slickers, Slickers, right? He'd been an actor for years and years. He was the guy that when he got his Oscar, he was like, look how fit I am. And he did push-ups on the stage. He's the man who shot Liberty Valance. That's right. He's Liberty Valance. Yeah, he's got an ancient career in film. Legendary. But do you think he saw that scene later on when Nicholson does him? And he's like, fuck you. (laughs) Who do you think? I can do you. (laughs) You prick. (laughs) Yeah, like you're easily imitatable. But that was a pretty cool scene between like a dude who Jack Nicholson probably – liked or looked up to Jack mm. Palance or Palance at one point in his life before he was an actor and shit. So I'm sure he probably got off on that scene. There's there's a there's a very limited interaction between Jack Nicholson and Michael Keaton ever. Yeah. One scene where they're out of costume, the rest of the time it's like <laughs> Batman and Joker time. Uh here we are, Wayne Manor, big charity balls going on and whatnot, save the festival. That's the backdrop to this whole uh, story of Batman. They're having the two hundredth Gotham uh, anniversary and the festival's threatened by organized crime. Well, you know, like, I've seen Joker. this movie 87 times and I've never put that together before. Get the fuck out of here, really? Because it just sits there in the background. Like, if you don't notice, it doesn't matter. It really does. It's about these two guys who might punch each other at some point. No, it's like, what's it about? It's about a dude who likes a lady. It's about, it's a love triangle. It's a romance. It's, it's actually a love square because it's like Alexander Knox loves Vicky Vale. Right. Vicky Vale loves Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne loves Vicky Vale, but he loves fucking punching crime in his <laughs> turkey neck. And then on top of it, you got, uh, there was another one. Someone well, else. Well, Joker loves Vicky Vale. Joker loves Vicky Vale. And of them all, he's probably, while being the most homicidal, the, the most interesting. Yeah. Like, yeah. go with that guy. Bet you he's a wild fuck. <laughs> All right, so here's the first meeting between Vicky Vale and our first introduction to Bruce Wayne yeah. at this point. And for my money, uh, Michael Keaton, I, I, I would have said right before I watched this, Michael Keaton is the greatest fucking Bruce Wayne there ever was. Michael Keaton does a really good job. Is he the greatest? Uh, I'm no. Kevin Conroy, probably the greatest Batman ever lived. I mean, he does a good job, but there's so little asked of him. Yes. You know, like, there's no torture at all to this Bruce Wayne. He's distracted. I like what I like about his Bruce Wayne is he's distracted, but you don't have to be as good a detective as The Dark Knight to figure out thumbs up with Bruce Wayne. <laughs> he's very distracted and he's huge. And when his Butler comes up to talk to him, he's usually like this way, <laughs> sir. No, you want to go to the other bathroom, something secret in front of people, sir. <laughs> in this way that just cries, like it cries out. If you're in the room, you'd be like, 
All right, what was that all about? Yeah. Is there you guys fucking? Like what? Yeah, what's in the other room, man? <laughs> is that butler going to blow you? Do you get blowies from your butler? Yeah, sweet. Is that why you pay a butler? Because why would you? servant. Like some people work nine to five, you let them go home. Why do you make this guy live with you? <laughs> you know, late night handies. Um, have you watched, uh, speaking of late night handies, man, have you watched the late night handy that is the Saturday morning handy of Beware the Batman yet? I saw one episode of it. Watch the most recent. They do the origin of Metamorpho. Ooh. And it's really good. It's their first. I think they've hit, like, you know, they're only six episodes in, but they're finding their footing. And this one is like the one that has the most emotion to it, as well as all the action. Yeah. Because I saw the one with Anarchy. And I was a little like, fine, fine, but, but but more definitely like I'm, I'm running and punching shit and fucking (laughs) people are getting hit. Um, the Metamorpho one has pathos to it and stuff. Nice. It's kind of sweet. All right, so back to yeah. this fucking movie. Never for a second do I buy this Bruce Wayne as a dude who traveled the deepest, darkest Orient to learn secrets from ancient martial artists to bring to bear in his fight against crime. Like, he's, he's not that guy. And they never say it in the movie, but it's kind of implied here where he's, they, he's the, right now Knox is talking about the suits of armor, and mm-hmm. he's just like, where'd this one come from? And, and you hear Bruce Wayne joins him, as he does right yeah. there. And he's like, uh, it's Japanese. I'm like, how do you know? He's like, because I bought it in Japan, which is the only hint of <laughs> I've been elsewhere and maybe yeah. got some training to do the shit that I do at night. Yeah. Otherwise, it's like, is there a dojo next to the Monarch Theater that you go to like twice a week? It's true. They really do away with all that shit, with all the like, how did he get to this point? They yeah. do it in a flashback of like, my parents were killed. They yeah. never talk about training. Uh-uh. Never talking about driven passion, like the mania that is Batman. Like, fuck, I'm just a guy who's got money. The one point he actually says, like, you know, when when scandalously spoil spoilers, Viggy Vale winds up in the Batcave. He has that conversation with her where he's like, I tried to avoid all this, but I can't. That's the closest he gives you <laughs> for, like, I, I am Batman. Right. Other than when he tells the guy on the roof, I am Batman. <laughs> Um, okay, so here they are talking to Knox. She's she's met him, but now he's actually copping to being Batman. He busts her balls here about her fucking mm-hmm. photos, man. Ooh, Cordo Maltese. Yeah, he mentions yeah. Cordo Maltese, which if you're a comic book fan and you've read The Dark Knight Returns, you're like, holy shit, <laughs> that means maybe one day they'll get to Dark Knight Returns. Yeah. Um, but he does bust her balls. He's just like, uh, you take great pictures, but now you're here covering the Batman. He's yeah. like... Not a little light after the Warren Cordial Maltese and shit. She's like, what do you do for a living? He's just like, well, I got a blowy butler. <laughs> what do I fucking need? And I got a, I got a like Citizen King warehouse of wine downstairs. What do I care? And what were they talking about? He's like, should we open six? Like six cases or six bottles? Six cases, I think. Really? Champagne. What do you um, Four? Five? Six. Yeah, he's like, six? six? Like, yeah, six is good. And that counts for dialogue. We're like, <laughs> let's leave that in. That's yeah. cool. Like that wouldn't have, that wouldn't sit that whole six back and forth wouldn't have flown yeah. in a Chris Nolan uh-uh. Batman. I'll tell you that right now. But here it is right here. Uh, I think perhaps this way. And they get like one of the creepiest fuckers on the planet, good old Michael Go from those fucking old horror movies and shit, it's to be the that. butler to make to make him fucking sound even creepier and whatnot. <laughs> but uh, I I always uh, I don't know why in movies they don't give Alfred the mustache. Yeah, and now they've started adopting it elsewhere. Like in Beware the Batman, he's got he's a little pencil. And he's mustache. also like a big fucking cock. Is he basically like uh, like former spy? Yeah, it's a good cool. idea. It's, it's, actually, not, it's I, cute. I, well, they ripped it off of what's his name? So, well, it ripped it off. I'm sure he's involved in it because it's DC. But uh, what's Jeff Johns mm-hmm. from Batman Year or Earth One? Or whatever. Yeah, but I think they had retconned like him as a former RAF pilot who became like MI5. Slowly, and, like yeah, I've done a lot 
lot of uh, surgery in the field. Yes. Uh, you know, I've been back in the, my days in the service, but now he's like <laughs> got the body to match where he doesn't look like a little old British man. He looks like, you know, oi, what do you want yeah, over there? Like, <laughs> like a footballer. Yeah, like a hardcore footballer. <laughs> um, okay, so our first look at the Batcave. And again, 1989, you're looking at this monitor bank, and he chose this weird, weird classic approach. Like in 1989, all that equipment looked old. Yeah. So he's got this retro look going, but still, you're looking at the Batcave. You're looking at Batman behind a bank of monitors. He's not Batman yet. He's Bruce Wayne. And he wore glasses. Mm. See how he's wearing glasses there? Which I always thought was an interesting choice because fucking Bruce Wayne doesn't need glasses. He's mm. perfect in every way. I mean, maybe. They never talk about it in the comics. Maybe he's got contacts, but I didn't think he had contacts. But because Bruce Wayne wore those glasses in Batman... I started wearing glasses. <laughs> I went out and got myself a pair of these, what they call attitude specs. No. They were glasses that weren't really glasses. So they mm. looked like glasses, had glass in them, but not prescription. So I wore those because I wanted to look like fucking Bruce Wayne, like Michael Keaton, <laughs> Bruce Wayne, which I think maybe he wore as a nod to like Clark Kent. Superman, Probably. maybe. Or, or maybe there was this like mask thing that he was working on. Like he always covers his eyes because he's when he's in the cave, he can't be Bruce. He's right. just got to have something. Or he's just like, hey man, just give me some business. Like, yeah. If I get to take off something my glasses, there it is, something to do. But I went and got them, and it fucked up my vision. <laughs> After six months, I went in and got an eye exam. They're like, you need real glasses. And I was like, why? They're like, because you're wearing these fucking attitude specs. And I was like, but Batman did it. <laughs> Um, okay, so Jack Napier is being set up because his boss knows that he's fucking Jerry Hall. Jack uh, Palance knows that Jack Nicholson's fucking Jerry Hall, so he's like, I'm going to have him set up and killed. Um, very, Gotham Police Department, very shooty. Very shooty and very, like, because the whole business we just missed about, like, uh, Gordon finding out that they're, they're, they're raiding the factory. Who's leading it? Eckhart. Eckhart, of course. He's in this guy's pocket. If you know he's a crooked cop. Fire that cop. Yes, why is he still on your force? I'm not even saying arrest that cop. Yeah, I'm just, saying fire that cop. Yeah. There it is. He gets to use his own voice here again. It goes in <laughs> and out. Um, But something, nothing about, I guess, in order to be high in charge at the Gotham Police Department, you have to be a man of girth and size. Yes. Um, thin people Mm-mm. get to be patrolmen. <laughs> but when you're fat, that's when you put you in charge. This is baffling to me. Why the fuck is Jack Napier doing this to these machines? Yeah. He doesn't even know what he's doing. He's like, he's being chased by cops um, and, and, primary, and his, who are there on his boss's tit. And you stop to do this shit because what? You're buying yourself some time? Yeah. Here's what I'll do. Nobody was there. How about you just run? Yeah. Or monkey with the toxic chemical yeah. stuff. Yeah, I'm going to turn this dial. I'm going to bang this. I'm going to turn this. I'm going to turn a knob. What to do? Smoke. Here we go. Oh, this is when shit gets real. Now I'm hard. 1989, <laughs> my dick is hard, man. Pip-yap. He's got it. Pip-yap. Oh, he yanks <laughs> this fucker off. And I'm like, that's Batman. That's the Batman I know. He's saving his life. He ain't fucking killing him. He's got the cowl on and shit. Commissioner Gordon's like, oh, my God. <laughs> he has the holy shit moment of like, there's a guy wearing this suit. Fucking... I'm telling you, I've had so much training from comics and movies that if I ever do see a motherfucker in a suit, <laughs> saw, you know, fighting crime, I'm not going to stop and have that, oh my God, I'm going to be, a, of course, of yeah. course you're dressed like that. Go get him, Batman. <laughs> Once again, rather than run, Jack Napier just creates a, a, a distraction, if you will, thinking that, hey, this little puddle will stop them from chasing yeah. me. Oh, wait, green. They're like, oh, I chemicals. And they're firing their guns. It doesn't fucking matter. It makes no sense why he could have been out of here. There's so many moments he could have been out of here, man, about like this shot coming up. 
oh, does I remember seeing this and being like, that's Batman. So these cops shooting that, well, here it goes, right in the face. Gadej, that's fucking Batman. <laughs> but I would like to point out for the record, having watched this, look at this shot right here, man. Joker goes that way, Batman. Oh, I like that. Shit like that, I'll never forget. Um, you, uh, you fuck, what was I going to point out? It was revolutionary. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That he only punches two guys in this whole fight? I guess. Batman doesn't really do anything. No. In the whole fucking movie, but in this, uh, in this particular sequence as well. Um, all right, here's a moment. He can get out of here, man. Get the mm. fuck out. But instead, and I just noticed that the, this, this time, he takes this moment because he could kill Commissioner Gordon. Right. Um, so Batman comes in to save the fucking day. Dun. Oh, that's fantastic. Uh, that's Gretzky right there. Gretzky moment. A little jog. And he picks him up. Nicholson's taller than Batman, but whatever. I like his reaction of, Jesus! <laughs> but it's more, not so much like, you're a dude in a mask, but he's just like, where the fuck do you come from? And why are you involved? And what's going on? But look at his reaction. I love how he settles into it. He's like, all right, man. So I'm dealing with a guy dressed like this, man. It's a bad dude. Gives right. him the fucking nice outfit. And then Batman does his first cinematic disappearance in a movie what yeah like Where'd you know he go? he'll do that for many movies come but that's the first fucking time um why why did he bother wasting his time hammering shit with an axe and fucking spreading yeah no just run away dude run bitch all right so now look at this good eckard's just hanging in the background and casually walks away huh huh <laughs> oh, me twinkies Oh, the guy who didn't like me who said he was going to fucking hurt me? Hurt me? How did I not see this coming? (laughs) Why do I get killed in almost every movie except Raiders of the Lost Ark? Uh, And then Batman reappearance. Another fucking thing you'll see of a trope you'll see in many Batman movies. That was badass. I remember seeing that as a kid being like, yes, bitch. And when I say kid, 19. Fucking he uses his gauntlet to deflect a bullet like he's goddamn Wonder Woman, man. (laughs) It banks off the machine, fucking cuts into... Napier's face, and then he gets dropped in the vat of acid. So I guess that's what gives him the permanent smile. Like I, for some reason, it wasn't enough to just fucking paint him up. Yeah, I like, think Tim Burton had to grotesque it up a little bit to give him the rictus grin. Yeah, because that I guess is the the surgeon who's putting his face together had to make it a smile because there's not enough. But you got Jack Nicholson who's got one of the most like creepy smiles on the planet. Yeah. Why do anything to it? But it worked, man. <laughs> Now, this is a Batman who can't turn his head. No. Nope. Uh, Batman doesn't get to turn his head until the Dark Knight. So there's a lot of, like, I'm turning my body to look this way. I'm turning a lot of big reactions. Uh, but still, I remember the sequence ends, 1989. I'm like, oh, man, it's Batman. It's Gordon. It's it's Batman fighting fucking thugs. Uh, it's the origin, the Joker. This is the moment where in the movie where deceptively it seems the most like the batman you know but as we pointed out doesn't really do anything no. he saves gordon's life that's it that's all he did but took out a few punks yeah sort of save gordon's life failed to save jack napier's life thereby creating the fucking joker right so you know at the end of the day you're like what'd you do in the game if you had to look at his stats after the game plus minus him <laughs> what is he like my negative two minus two like yeah like two punks off the street one crime not actually solved yeah. or averted and again, you could point out, like, yeah, it's his first adventure. It's his year one, essentially. He hasn't been doing this a long time in the movie. I guess, but you only get that because that one punk is like, who are you? Yeah, Tell like, your friends. Are you fucking nuts? I'm Batman. <laughs> How do you not know this? Look at the fucking logo. But, like, everybody. Commissioner Gordon's like, oh, my God. Nobody's seen this fucker before. So 
Maybe you give it some leeway because you're like, well, this is fucking, it's his first week on the job. He don't know what he's doing. That's how he gets beat a lot. You see him get beat throughout the movie and shit. Somebody somewhere along the lines was just like, humanize this character, man. <laughs> so they let him get his ass kicked from time to time, including like fucking the very end of the movie when yeah. he's up in the bell tower. Gets his ass handed to him and shit. But it's weird because you can sort of tell what Tim Burton was interested in. Like? Like not Batman. You know, like none of that was kind of what fascinated him. It's, it's true. More it's the like, Joker. Yeah, it's the Joker. The grotesque of it all. It's the it's the the sad clown, the Frankenstein, the the Edward Scissorhands of crime. Is where his heart lies, and so he could give a shit about Batman. He kind of gives a shit about fighting crime. It's more like, look, now we're having a Citizen Kane style dinner in this giant house where they're at the end of the table and we're passing salt and walking around. It's like, what? Where's my crime fighting? The vichyssoise in the soup is a recurring theme. He has, there's a whole vichyssoise moment in fucking Batman Returns mm. where at one point he's like, it's cold. And he goes, it's supposed to be cold. It's vichyssoise. So for some reason, Tim Burton liked the idea of like, Film schooly Tim Burton, <laughs> goth artist Tim Burton was just like, I like the idea of him eating soup. And so Batman eats fucking soup a lot. I remember what I was going to say in that last sequence. Mm. What I what I realized when I was watching Batman this time around is, and I say this now as the filmmaker I am today, I could have shot this movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's the action sequences, maybe not all the like the high shots. Like there's a lot of shit. Tim Burton's a visionary. I couldn't even touch. But when it comes to the action sequences, mm -hmm. holy fuck! <laughs> like the fight scenes, we just saw one. Yeah, it's a series of fucking like. Uh, dude's running and Batman just kind of steps into the frame and punches somebody. Yeah, it's not crazy. There's one really cool fight scene in the alley where and he fights the, the swordsman yeah. and those cats. That's about it, and that's just quick cuts, but not even overly covered. I'm serious. I could have shot the action in this Batman movie. Yeah, this reminds me a lot of the first X Men. That way, yeah, even what? that I'll give them. They had more action going they on. They had this, more action, but like, it's although their movie ends with a big fight in a gift shop, that's <laughs> fucking weird. <laughs> you can tell they ran out of money. Or Fox is like, this ain't gonna make any money because they're like, can we get a little more loot so we don't have our penultimate fight in the gift shop? And they're like, nope, do it in the gift shop. And what? so Wolverine's knocking over fucking <laughs> <Yes>. trinkets. <laughs> what if we built like half of a top of a Statue of Liberty head? Can we do that? They're Maybe. like, yeah, you can afford half, but you can't afford the other <laughs> half. So you got to figure out what to do in between. Though. Like gift shop fight, yeah, uh, cool, right? Um, but yeah, it, like, it's weird. It's like these these sort of like indie centric filmmakers given these big superhero franchises who can't do that thing that you want out of it. You brought up the term indie, and you're absolutely right. And you said before we went, it's kind of like an art house movie. Yeah, it this totally is. is. Batman, Tim Burton's Batman is. It's not. If you look at the like, the Avengers shit, if you look at Chris Nolan's Batman, which a lot of people are like, hey, that's an art house Batman. <laughs> Ain't nearly as art house as this. Man. No, this this is just kind of it wanders through the story it wants to tell. Eventually, get there, but it is not concerned at all with plot. It is not concerned at all with forward momentum. It is just like, hey, it's a weird romance between these two people hanging out and eating soup. That scene in the kitchen where suddenly it's like makes more sense to eat in the kitchen than the weird dining room. Yeah, that scene has some of the worst dialogue in a movie ever. <laughs> where she's like, "This house isn't very you," and he goes, "Some of it is very much me. Some of it isn't." You're like, what? Why would you fuck this guy <laughs> <laughs> if he talks like that? This is a guy. I mean, I, granted, he's got a lot of money and shit and a butler. I guess that's cool. Yeah. And he's not like bad looking. No. But and still. he's charming. Well, I mean, not yeah, in this movie. He's not charming. Yeah. yeah. He fucks around with you. He's just like, I don't know who Bruce Wayne is. And then later on, he's like, I'm Bruce Wayne, but my creepy butler's going to take me in the back and blow me. <laughs> she don't know what to make of this guy. This is one of the most famous images in movie history, though. Yeah. Uh, Tim Burton knocked it out the park with uh, Jack Nicholson seeing. 
himself as the Joker for the first time. Mirror. You know, everybody knows this scene. And then the laugh. And the laugh. And you never see him. It's classy. Yeah. You never get to see what he looks like. He holds that reveal for, let's see what minute we are in the movie. Okay, it's 35 minutes in. We still haven't seen the Joker yet. Um, and we only got like an hour and a half left to go. We've seen some Batman. Uh, probably more Batman than we saw in the beginning of fucking The Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. It took a while to get to yeah. Batman at that point. Remember, he'd taken seven years off. <laughs> He's hanging out in his house. I'm sad. My knee hurts. <laughs> this Batman, Michael Keaton Batman would never be that guy, man. Although Michael Keaton Batman is the guy in Batman Returns who rips his rubber mask off. <laughs> Michael Keaton Batman is the kind of Batman that gets fucking laid, though. Look yeah. at this right here, man. Here is where I want this movie to suddenly become nine and a half weeks. I do like, what right I do to have you. Yeah. have you. I do what I have to do. <laughs> <laughs> Look at it right there, dude. Boom. On the stairs. He's taking her Into shoes it. off. He lifted her leg up. Look at it. He's like, you're not going anywhere. No, baby. No, I'm going to teach you. Let me take you to the fridge. Oh, you're in charge? Adrian Lyon, shooting second unit. Yeah, we'll see who's in charge. I'm going to whip your shoes around. <laughs> oh, I don't know how to kiss. Um, it is. It, is, it suddenly gets into, like, Batman getting action early Yeah, in the fucking movie. Something you don't really see in the other. In, did he get any action in the Chris Nolan Batmans? Uh, no, no. Well, yes. She kisses him at the end of the first Batman, no, no. and then she's like, "No, I no can't with, fuck with you. Talia, Talia." He totally bones Talia when when, when she yeah. breaks him into his house, and they're making it. Oh, yeah, that's right. I fucked the villain. Good Whoops. point. They they set him up to fuck like the worst person <laughs> he could possibly fuck, and he's the great detective yet he can't figure it out. Remember the time we totally had sex, and you could have fucking stopped me, but you didn't. <laughs> This again, another famous uh, scene in cinema history is uh, the 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 Joker reveal. Mm -hmm. And anybody who wasn't around for this back in the day is like, "You're kidding! This is a big <laughs> moment in cinema history." We didn't get a lot of movies out back yeah, then, and this was fucking cool, man. This is iconic. This is the reveal of a very famous American actor uh, in playing a very famous American uh, uh, fictional character, man. A bad a guy who's, uh, who makes being bad seem fun on the big screen. Playing the ultimate guy who sees bad as fun, the Joker. So you can see he pulls the taffy on this scene. Mm. He don't show you his face for a while. He's still in shadow, but that white makeup is popping out <laughs> of the fucking shadow. So you're getting a hint. But this is really nice. Like this is one of those moments where you're like, I ain't making fun of it at all. He, this is a fantastic yeah. Gretzky reveal. <laughs> I gotta stop using yeah, that because you can tell that here's where his heart lies. His heart lies with the monster and yeah. always has. And so he, every time you see Jack on screen, every time you see the Joker, it's beautiful and it's awesome and it's suspenseful and it gives you all of the texture you want. But then you get to Bruce Wayne, you're like, I don't like soup in this room. Or but later on, there it oh. is. And and that was in the trailer too. It was the first time you saw him. He was like, "You can call me Joker," and we all saw that image of him with that rictus grin. And I, I mean, it wasn't necessary, but looks cool. Mm -hmm. um, but you know, they didn't did away with it when they went to the Heath Ledger Joker, <laughs> which made more sense. But this, he's, he's eating the scenery at this point. This is what they paid him all that money for. This is what. People talked about when they came out of the movie, like, oh, it's cool, Batman fighting the jerk. They would talk about all these fucked up scenes mm -hmm. where Nicholson does shit like fires over his back and he giggles. like, oh, what a day. And later on where he burns the guy to a husk mm -hmm. and has a conversation with him. It was absolute fucking magic. So there it is, man, the intro of the Joker. And what we learn is Batman has fucking bedded Vicky Vale. Yeah, just He cause. plied her with wine. If you watch that kitchen scene, he keeps filling her glass and shit, even though she's clearly tipsy. Then he can't sleep. Um, and does the creepiest thing that anybody has ever done to Kim Basinger after having sex. And that includes whatever Mickey worked <laughs> in nine and a half weeks, man. 
she wakes up to find this uh, a dude who's just like uh, maybe I'll send her a hint <laughs> at who I am you know, and what I do at night. I'm gonna hang upside down, you know, like a bat. Oh, this was bad. This was like a John Peters note. <laughs> this reeks of John Peters. Like, let's have him hanging upside with anti-gravity boots, man. Upside down, it looked like a bat. Yeah, no, nothing weird here. Just carry on. Yeah, she was like, he's like, go back to sleep. Don't look at me. <laughs> the only thing that would make it creepier is if she opened her eyes, he was facing her upside down and jerking off. <laughs> Pull the trigger. Pull the trigger. <laughs> One drink and I'm flying. Oh. Um, this, of course, a uh, very famous image of him behind the de- uh, desk going wing freak terrorizes. Wait till they get a load of me. I love this. But he goes, boop, boop, boop. Boop. <laughs> like shit like that's what made it. There it is. And then he just chuckles <laughs> like that was a touch of madness, man. It was it was uh, over the top and fun. And, and he just chewed the senior. I remember when I saw Batman Begins. That's what I felt like was missing. I was mm. looking for the camp of, of the Adam West Batman. But. I remember saying, like, it's good, but it's earnest. It's so yeah. fucking earnest. It takes itself seriously. And like grim. And very grim. It didn't have, like, the lightness of Batman. And when I think of the lightness of Batman, what I'm thinking about is the gallows humor of, of the Joker. And yeah. they got around to that. In the mm-hmm. next uh, movie, fuck, they were there. Here's a Bruce Wayne that just fucks and runs, man. <laughs> I gotta go. Totally. He's the Liz Fair of superheroes. <laughs> He's just like, I'm fucking done, man. Don't think about me as I'm running down your fucking leg as you leave my house. Go! <laughs> Oh, Alfred, get her out of here. <laughs> it's all over. And he's lying to her, man. And he says, Jesus, this is a Batman movie where people say, sh- and look at Alfred. Watch Alfred sell him out. Watch. Mm. She's like, uh, well, I guess I'll talk to you guys, you know, when you get back. And he's like, uh, back, Miss Vale? We're not going to be here for quite a while. He fucking, he knows he works for Batman. Totally. This Alfred is the worst Alfred in the history of Alfred. Knows he works for Batman, <laughs> so he knows that this dude's, pro- even if you don't think your boss is Batman, he knows his boss is Batman. If your boss's girlfriend, who we just fucked, comes downstairs and says, I'm not going to see you for a while, see you when you get back. Assume your boss just lied his fucking yes. ass off. Of course, man. Bingo. And Damn. you walk out. You don't fucking give her more information like, we're not going anywhere. We're going to be fighting the Joker, ma'am, because my boss is Batman. <laughs> that, but that's temp, that's minor compared to the grievous sin he commits fucking later on at the end of the movie, which we'll get to. But anyway, Batman fucks and runs, man. He does. And then he doesn't interact with her again for a while until he shows up at her apartment. And then that's like, strange. Yeah. Crazy time. Um, this is a cool scene as well. Uh, this is the scene where the Jokers meet with all the bosses and, it's the first time where they show him putting the face makeup mm. on. And it was confusing the first time I saw it where I was like, oh, so wait, wait he is, wait. he doesn't have white, white makeup. But then later on, they make it, it clear it's white. underneath. So it's a good makeup job. It's makeup on top of fucking makeup. It's made to look like it's covering some form of makeup. But, uh, they introduced the Joker Joy buzzer here. And I remember Tim Burton being interviewed on some TV special back then. And he was just like, this was something that meant a lot to him. He was mm. like, if you've got the Joker, you just want him having this conversation with a burnt husk or something like that. So you're right, dude. You could tell that, like, what he gravitated to about the material. He's talked about, like, Batman's a loner and an outsider, <laughs> and I'm a loner and an outsider. But it really, it's the Joker that he yeah, was attracted totally. to. And Nolan, like, Nolan almost apes this scene beat for beat in Dark Knight when Joker first goes to meet the gangs led by 
spawn, basically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and, he, and he buries the pencil in the dude's head. Like, it's the same scene, basically, mm-hmm. where he, he sits down with a gathered, assorted criminal mastermind. I'm heads. in charge now. Yes. Or I can help, as he did right. in the dark. Does a magic head. trick. Yeah. I'm going to make this pencil this year. Bam. And then says, it's all mine now. Yeah. It's they, the same scene. Dude, there's another. They do that again later on when Batman or Joker's in the middle of the street and Batman's flying the bat wing <laughs> at him. He's like, come on, you gruesome son of a bitch. Mm. Looks just like the bat pod racing at the Joker who's like, hit me, hit me. Same <laughs> fucking image. So call it an homage or call yeah. it a trope. That's uh, cool. Yeah. They also tend to do scenes where there's like a big party and a lot of money being spent. <laughs> and when I worked, this is a weird little tidbit of information. When I worked on the Superman script, I had a scene like that. It opened at a, some benefit, black tie benefit. And then the Legion of Doom attacked. And one of the first notes I got back was like, don't do this benefit scene. These benefit scenes are always so expensive. <laughs> and I'm thinking like in a movie where the dude flies, <laughs> you're worried about the tuxedo cost? Right. There it is, man. You, I'm a number one guy. <coughs> if I'm Jack Palance, I'm like, fuck you. Where's my taste? Where's my <coughs> action yeah, she's like, figure? I want to get... I want to get a piece of your performance. Like you're getting a piece of fucking all the joke. Oh, but there's some fucking insanity nice. right there where he's like, yum, 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 yum. <laughs> and then he goes and has this conversation with the burnt up dude. Um, when I think of Batman, I think of shit like this. And then I think of the ending last, yeah. last uh, like 15 minutes of Batman are pretty damn strong. They're not bad. Um, in term, but uh, I mean, a lot of like un Batman moments. I mean, look, that's why people, I think, liked the Nolan Batman so much because it was closer to the books. Mm-hmm. But this was closer to the books for us. But now when I watch it, I'm like, this is so fucking far removed. From the <laughs> Even when I was a kid and I saw it in the theater, I was like, Batman like pulls missiles out and a fucking gun, yeah, and a machine gun bullets. on the Joker. No, he never says <laughs> rubber bullets. <laughs> Honest. Um, even when he attacks Axis Chemical later on, he blows up a fucking building with people in it and shit. <laughs> and he's not even in the car. He's remote controlling it. Yeah, just because... Because he's he's not our Batman, but he was close enough. And and also the revolutionary thing we didn't talk about. They put him in the fucking suit that made anybody look like Batman. Right. Like uh, that was the thing. When he got hired, people were like, Mr. Mom is Batman. How the fuck is he going to pull those off? Not only did he pull off the performance, but how they you – know, Michael Keaton's in very good shape as you saw him hanging upside down. But they made him even better by giving him a goddamn suit that had ribs cut into it, cut pecs and shit like that. So suddenly I could put on the Batman suit. Pretty much. Just come on, shoehorn me in there, motherfucker. And you'd see I had ribs and shit. You'd be like, you got a six pack. Uh, you know, I'd hide my everything else with the cape, of course. I love the cars. Like it's, it's this perfect, like you said, like it's all timeless, mm-hmm. but these cars look like Beaters. Like, why is Bruce Wayne driving like a 1978 Pacer? <laughs> it is kind of. Look at this shitty car. Of all the cars he could choose, man, he's just. Oh, I know why. Is he a Sky's car? Yeah, because he's going to Crime Alley. Oh, he's driving himself, too. I never noticed that. Yeah, he's going downtown. He's going to Crime Alley to drop some roses, so maybe he wouldn't want to bring the, the Bentley. Well, there's right. no Bentley then. The and rolls. she's driving like a shitty Chevy Citation. Like, what? They're what? all rentals. <laughs> <laughs> they all, it's like Batman presented by Kurtz. <laughs> <laughs> Drive the car that Batman drives. Like the Batmobile? Like, no, the yeah. one he drives to go see his parents' grave. Like, yeah, oh. his shit box, the one he takes out. <laughs> Drive Vicky Vale's car. I don't, I don't want it. He go once again, this is a Batman, world's greatest detective, never thinks to look over his fucking shoulder to see if yeah, he's being followed. As he goes to hotel. <laughs> yeah. He's like, this is where my parents died. 
fucking the shit out of each other. <laughs> oh, God. This is where I was conceived. Never mind where they died. My parents, they met at this hotel. Their love was a crime. <laughs> crime alley. Um, I, and look, we, if you lose your, I lost my dad. I'm still sad about it and shit. And I imagine if you're a little boy and you lose your parents, well, it could turn you into Batman. Um, and clearly he's still driven as an adult, but you think he does this trip once a day, once a week? Yeah, what is, what's once the a year? Yeah. What did we just happen to pop in on his life when he's like, look, I need a little extra strength. Uh, yeah. maybe I'm re, you know, re, retaking the vow or something. But I, I didn't quite understand. Is this a regular thing? And are there bums that live in Crime Alley who are like, he's gone, grab the roses, and then go sell them for like two bucks a pop at the light or something? And also, is she a journalist or just a photographer? Like, like, <laughs> I know. What is, I can't what, figure it out. What is, where does she like, get off being like, clues? Yeah, I she, know clues. And she is. She spends a lot of time in the newsroom. She talks about writing stories and stuff. But it's like, I thought you took fucking pictures. Yeah. Like, She's I, like, found a I do a lot of things. <laughs> I'm smart, damn I'm it. I fucking knit. One time I had my own fucking, you know, fucking yard business, <laughs> landscaping, you know, before the photography thing. Photography you can't always count on for no. you to make money on. So I I'm a jack of many trades. There's not always news. I do children's portraits. And she has a fucking killer apartment in Gotham. Like yeah, when how? you see it. It shows up. Like, didn't you just come back from some world the tour? The war of- Maltese. Time pays a lot of money <laughs> and gives photo credit to like the yes. photographer right on the fu- front fucking cover. Ooh, mime attack. Hold yeah. on. Yeah. Worst mimes ever. This is definitely, do you feel Tim Burton all over this? Mm. Like, we'll bring in mimes, man. Like, his mimes are creepy. What'll be weird here? What if we have, like, lots of mimes? <laughs> and the Joker becomes a mime. And I don't know. It'll just be weird like that. Uh, there it is, man. The mime attack. Another mime. And I, I, I've tried doing that move for a while to skate. I can't get that quite right. But once again, daytime, <laughs> nighttime Gotham in that opening scene. Remember how it looked real? Yeah. Like, look believable. This is daytime Gotham. And mind you, you know, maybe a press gathering on the steps of the courthouse doesn't mean the whole world's going to stop. But look at this crap. There's just maybe no passing foot traffic. Maybe it's just that everybody comes to listen. But watch this crowd when they go wide. Monarch Theater. It just looks, you can't fucking get away from it. It looks, uh, it just looks yeah, strange. There's nobody on the street over here. No anyway. cars moving, nobody nope. walking, everyone just kind of standing still like extras on a set. But this is a Gretzky moment right here. It's your Uncle Bingo. Time to pay the check. And then bam, right into his juggler. And the pen is truly mightier than the sword. Now, uh, Bruce Wayne let that happen. Yeah, just watching. He, uh, and what happens next? Bruce Wayne wouldn't allow either, except he was a year one Bruce Wayne movie version of Batman. Like, look, he's like, I'm going to stop this because I don't like guns, but he's not very good at this. Watch. Just standing. Pshang. Yeah, he was waiting for that shot, too. You could see. This is the first moment that he's got. They're like, trust me, you're going to have a scene with Jack Nicholson, I swear. <laughs> and then you won't be wearing the mask. And this is it. He just waves at him. And that's when, that's when Michael Keaton goes, I'm going to do that let's get nuts scene. That I've been <laughs> talking about it. <adding>. Because <laughs> if that's the only FaceTime I share with Nicholson in this fucking ridiculous picture, I'm going to fucking do the let's get nuts. Like, he's talking about doing that let's get nuts scene. <laughs> Fuck, he's got his hip pocket. I know he's going to whip it out today. We might have to do it. Uh, there he is, the mayor, fake, fake Ed Koch. <laughs> and ever, ever at his side is the district attorney, who seems to have a lot to say about um, not just uh, the killing of, in this instance, the killing of a mobster, but earlier on, he was talking about, like, the festival's going to go on. They're like, why would you ask the district attorney about the festival? He's like, I am prosecuting major crimes. I have nothing to do with your fucking party. Stop bugging me about this. 
He's like, I can't wait till the third movie when I'm fucking two faced. <laughs> you just wait. It's gonna be awesome. Everything's gonna be better than this town needs an enema. Great line. A lot of these lines wound up in the bat dance yes. track, man. So oh. I always thought this was a cool moment right here. Alfred's got the water ready just as Bruce is like, Can I have a glass of water? Very subtle, very mm. small, very nice. And one of the only moments where I'm like, here's an Alfred that looks out for Batman, as opposed to an Alfred that's just like, you might want to go this way, sir. And then as he walks away, he says to the people, like, Master Wayne has something secret to do. And then later on, he fucking brings Vicky Vale into the Batcave. Later on, he fucking ruins Bruce's shit by being like, we ain't going anywhere. Yeah. No, he's fine. He's going to be right here. Then she spends the rest of the movie. It's kind of a story of a woman who has a one-night stand and then spends the rest of the movie paying for it. Very Catholic. (laughs) (laughs) In many ways. The penance. Like most uh, Hollywood scripts of its era, this is a a patchwork, this script, a patchwork of ideas. There are two credited screenwriters, Sam Hamm and Warren Scarn. Um, So I guess you're in 1989 or in the 80s. Your name had to rhyme in order to get a major motion picture gig, uh, writing Batman. Sam Hamm did the first draft. Warren Scarn came in behind him. I think Warren Scarn had worked on Beetlejuice. So maybe Tim Burton said, I like his writing. Bring him on to, to do an, a pass on this. Uh, I remember reading the script. They said the Batman had coverings in his eyes, like you with mirrors, like you weren't supposed to see his eyes, kind of like in the comics, the white slits. I always kind of dug uh, this scene a little bit because it starts off with Bruce being like, oh, why don't you marry her? Being a dick to Alfred. And then he reins it in. And at the end of the scene, he actually says thank you, which I think is a big part of the the Bruce Wayne-Alfred relationship. I mean, yeah, you boss him around like he's an employee, I guess. But like, there's a lot more gratitude because without fucking Alfred, you would have drowned a long fucking time ago, rich boy. Um, I used, I used to, uh, I had a copy of the killing joke, a third printing that I cut up with a scissor and made into a collage. And an ex-girlfriend of mine was like, it was really creepy when I saw that Batman movie and he was sitting around cutting shit out of a comic book or magazine. She's like, reminded me of you. And I was like, thanks. (laughs) Awesome. I win. I was like, I just can't believe you thought of me. Can we go out again, please? I fucking love you so much. (laughs) Slam the door. Uh, do you notice that fucking picture of Knox? That's Mm. not so much a photograph. It is is, as a fucking headshot. (laughs) Bob is one hell of a photographer. He he almost looks, uh, everybody here seems really fixated on photography. It is. It's like, it really captures everybody's imagination. They give props for it, but I'll give you Look, I saw the pictures that Vicki Vale took and I've seen the pictures that Bob the goon has taken. What's the difference? (laughs) (laughs) Why is she celebrated? And Bob the goon has to work with this guy. I remember they used to sell that jacket in the Warner Brothers store. And yeah. I wanted it so bad. It was expensive. Yeah. That was before I could afford shit. But now, in retrospect, I mean, yeah, it'd be a cool thing to have, but you wouldn't wear it all the time. I'm of a mind to make some Mookie. Yeah. What does that mean? Well, I don't know. I think he made up a lot of his shit. <laughs> like, seriously, there are just some shit things he says that, you know, he's like, I can do whatever I want. And they're like, yeah, go ahead. And he's like, eh. And he just made up some shit. I'm just going to dance here. Why? Just because. It's crazy. But he's right. Like, it works. It makes him interesting to fucking watch. <laughs> Bruce Wayne, not so much. Unless he's wearing them glasses. Then you want to be. Less so. Um, this is uh, where they start revealing a little bit of the plot. How the Joker is uh, hurting people in Gotham. Or intends to hurt people in Gotham. Uh, I will say that I appreciated that he wasn't poisoning the water supply. Yeah. Why? Which, well, because... 
That's so like that's what Caesar Romero's joke would have done. Here's what we do: we're going to poison the reservoirs. Everybody drinks the stuff. At least it was. We're poisoning your food. That made it kind of scarier. Mm. Until Batman returns when Rajah Ghul poisons the water supply. But then they come back yeah. to it. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Like, He's got to liquefy your water supply. This yeah. is uh, this is actually. I think they do this because then it gives Batman an opportunity to be a detective rather than just be the guy that shows up after shit has happened <laughs> um, and, and exacerbates poor situations. It gives him a chance to like look into what is creating these deaths because people have now there are reports on the news about people dying, uh, dying of like a Smilex gas mm-hmm. or a Joker venom kind of thing. And as we see this anchor chick right here, she starts mayor Borg succumbing to it. Is that who that is? <laughs> the mayor Borg just announced like, really mayor Borg. Wow. Um, voted for mayor Borg. She, uh, she, uh, what you find out is that he's the Joker's adding elements to a bunch of shit. And when used in combination. Right. And you never knew which one. So yes. It's like if you used your makeup with your deodorant, with your hair product, it or could kill you. your mayonnaise and your toothpaste and your whatever. It's a cool idea, man. It's not bad. But buried in the background because it loses to this commercial. <laughs> when you think about with the movie, you think about like, oh, yeah, there's that weird commercial where he's like, new and improved, Junkshare products, Smilex. Like, God, this dude... Must have just been so. This must have been like one of the greatest acting jobs he ever had. Must have had the time of his life because he's like, I can literally do whatever I want. They've given me like ten million dollars. Yeah. Um. And look at this. This is kind of like the video that they, that mm-hmm. that Nolan did too, to some degree. He's like, he's got somebody captive, and it, it is reminiscent, man. They did. Yeah. There are some. I mean, and it's you know not that it's a trope per se, but it's a perfectly valid story element. I wonder if he ever gets together with Mayor Borg and, and goes like, you and I are the only two people on the planet who ever wore that face <laughs> application. Like they have her in full Joker Rictus grin yeah. in that one shot. But nobody else, they don't ever do that to anybody mm. else. You see people dying later on or being hit by Smilex gas and they're just grinning wide, but they're not wearing the application. Love that Joker. So creepy. Um, this was, it was very Joker-esque though. Mm-hmm. That's what I kind of dug about this, man. How creepy they would go with them was, um, closer to, I mean, think about it. We're seeing this movie after the killing joke right. came out. So of course we're like, Ooh, man, Joker, mad Joker. Okay. So Alfred has access to police files. Mm. Apparently the information requested, sir. Look, confidential police documents. Which apparently Batman, you know, you think of Batman as breaking into police headquarters, getting that information himself, but Batman is too busy watching television. So he sends this creepy old man who gave himself away right away. He's like, I'm not looking for the records office, everybody. Like, man, this dude's big. Um, the, the, uh, his, this has a line, the Alfred Let's Go Shopping line was in the trailer too, where he's like, Alfred, let's go shopping. And the idea was, in the trailer, he goes, Alfred, let's go shopping. And then they cut to a shot of the Batmobile. And you're like, holy shit. Yeah. But in the movie, he's like, let's go shopping. And they literally go buy a bunch of products. Right. And so now, Bruce Wayne and Alfred look fine. They're not wearing makeup. Yeah. These motherfuckers look like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on on television. Yeah. Like, they're just like, please, daddy, just don't get it in my eye. I just need money for crack. <laughs> They do look fucking terrible. I want to see the movie, the mini movie, where Alfred and Bruce go shopping, <laughs> where they're in Food Town or something like that. He's just like grab some mouthwash, grab the, and people are just like, "Holy shit, are you billionaire Bruce Wayne? Why are you buying all this shit?" Like, yeah, I got a shop on sale. 
Why are you doing that voice? He doesn't really do like a voice. He just lowers his voice. He'll yeah. take it down here. Yeah, just, I'm Batman. He, but he doesn't That's go. It. He doesn't go. Where's that treasure? Where is it? You never give it to an ordinary citizen. Where is it? How Tom Hardy wasn't giggling through that fucking <laughs> fight. He is wide-eyed. You can't see he's got a mask on, so maybe he's wide-eyed because he's like, ha, 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 you're stuck with that fucking voice. <laughs> Mine's much cooler. Whoops. This is a pretty weird notion, too, um, and kind of sinister. The idea that he disfigures his girlfriend, who wasn't even his girlfriend. It was his boss's girlfriend. He inherits her, takes her over when he well, kills Grism. Well, no, but he was... He was having sex with her, right. and that's why Grissom wants him dead. Right. So, like, so he kept her around, but then he disfigures her. Yeah. Like, why the falling in the in the chemicals turned him into some crazy sadistic freak? But he was always crazy and sadistic, as we see when he kills Bruce's parents. He's about to shoot Bruce, and the other guy's like, "Let's get out of here!" And then he goes, "You know, see you around, kid." Yeah, but like the idea was, he was always a crazy fuck up. Yeah, but he wasn't like disfiguring people. Just cause. That's true. Well, now, well, we know why because he makes art, as he tells us in this scene coming. Great line. He's like, I make art until somebody dies. <laughs> so that becomes his new mandate. But it was a weird notion, a cool notion too, because you're like, ooh, that's sadistic, man. It's not just a dude running around going like, I'm poisoning the fucking products. He's like taking acid to his girlfriend's face or yeah. some such, and then making her wear that creepy like uh, Zen mask. Uh, but this, of course, is a sequence that most people remember think of because it was in every trailer whenever they talk about this batman they show the clip and they show joker going where does he get those wonderful toys <laughs> this is that very sequence and once again it's a sequence where you're like holy shit batman just faced the joker and he used a fucking <laughs> grappling gun and he's fucking there's the batmobile this is where we get to see the batmobile for the first time i mean what are we we're an hour oh, into the movie a fa almost halfway into the movie uh, and we're finally going to see the fucking Batmobile. And it's not used to fight crime. It's used to escape crime. Yes, to run away. Sort There's of. a lot of running away in this movie. <laughs> now, again, it's his year one. And maybe he's like, I can't fight all these fucking people. Like, yeah, let me just get her safe. And then I'll come back and whoop ass. But it's crazy the amount of running <laughs> that Batman does in this movie. With running and breaking things while on the run. And are we now going to get our first big hit of Prince? Yeah, this is where they. Well, we had a little bit at the ball the gala at the yeah, yeah. At the gala at the Wayne Manor, but this is the first big taste with yes, party. Lawrence, and you know he was like, you know, by the time they get to this scene, Prince was like, oh, finally. <laughs> like I was wondering where all my songs were. They just used his needle drop in that one fucking scene in the beginning, and now it begins here, and they play you know a good chunk of fucking party, yeah. man, scoring the whole fucking scene, and it does elevate the scene. It's fun and whatnot. But I think that's the last Prince you hear. Well, you get a little bit at the parade. Like, I remember there's a... Oh, trust, trust. Yeah. That's right. One more fucking... Money, money, money. Song. Gimme, gimme, gimme. Who do you trust? Yeah, that's right. The one more song that we'll hear during the parade. I, I do like this scene, though. This is pretty badass. Because it is kind of villainous, man. Bunch of fuckers going into an art museum full of treasured things and just fucking defacing them just for the shit of it. And we don't know if he killed all those people with the gas, but let's assume yes. Yeah, because he doesn't seem to be a guy who pulls punches. Yeah, exactly. Why bother? I wonder, was that really Jack Nicholson writing Joker was here? He's got really good handwriting. I mean, and fast. It went fast, and also it never lost paint. I know. It's like he was a teacher or something. I, I think it was somebody else. I think they were like, we got to hire a real hand. A Stunt hand. hand. 
Um, the, uh, at this point, Prince is just like, man, they're going to play every one of my songs <laughs> in the movie. But this, uh, it's this and that trust one after that. And that's about it. And, uh, you hear the love theme, the scandalous, mm-hmm. like, uh, Danny Elfman adopted it or Prince adopted it off Danny Elfman. The scandalous was a song. I had the soundtrack, of course, both the score and the fucking Prince album. And um, I got blown to that song. I'll <laughs> <laughs> always, whenever I hear that song, I yes, think of, I think of getting yeah. blown. And right after that fucking song on the soundtrack was Bat Dance. <laughs> so I remember. Hurry up, hurry up. It's got to stay romantic. I, I totally, I wanted to end beforehand. And then she, you know, if you remember, Bat Dance begins with him going, oh, I got a live one here. Ha, ha. She popped up and lip synced. That was creepy, dude. <laughs> That ruined the blowjob. I was like, no, 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 don't mix Joker in there. Like, it was hot when it was scandalous and shit and Prince, but don't pull a Jack Nicholson Joker line. Um, but I do, for the most part, when I hear scandalous, I think of that blowjob, except for the tail end of the song. I think, gotta finish. <laughs> Love this boombox, man. That is so 80s. Oh, I miss my old boombox. Yeah. It's, uh, we, we were shooting something fairly recently. I was like, get me an old, big old boombox. And they're like, they don't exist anymore. They're like, you can get one and put an iPod in it. <laughs> what a big Radio Raheem boombox. Yeah, oh, they just don't exist anymore, man. And and everyone wants, it's funny, sound got smaller. Mm. We all wanted that big box. There it is. Look at the yeah, fucking cover story. Photographer. Vicky Vale. Now, why, does he have this stuff or is, did she bring it She along? brought it because apparently Bruce... She made uh, the Joker called her up, said he was Bruce Wayne, said, meet me at fucking the Flugelheim. And then, you know, Bruce, you know, at one point, Alfred's like, Miss Vale says she's going to be late for your meeting. And he's like, OK. And he's like, wait, we're not having a meeting today. What? I'm a detective. Yeah. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. And that way, And then it took him like 20 minutes or more to get dressed yeah. and get here and, uh, to watch what's going on. Once again, doesn't save all those gassed people. Yeah. He will save her, though. True. Well, he's very—he's like Superman that way. You, we should have a running ticker take of people Batman has <laughs> saved in this movie versus people Batman has probably hurt. And it won't be quite Man of Steel numbers, <laughs> but I think you'd be surprised. Because well, um, we don't know how many people get hit by the giant baby squirting out the gas at the end that Batman sort of saves them from. Kind of, maybe not at all, really. And then cuts the cord. Uh, there's so many... If you grab the balloons the way he grabs the balloons later on and take off into the sky, mm. you would be towing the cars with you. or yes. for, uh, Because then he cuts them. It's weird. I, we'll we'll see it later sense. on. But this sequence here, man, uh, Nicholson once again eating the scenery, the avant-garde of the new aesthetic, um, uh, talking about, I make art till somebody dies, <laughs> shit like that. He's what he's, I'm the world's first fully functional <laughs> homicidal artist. Um, and then th- th- there's the, the, uh, one of the Alicia, weaker, that's her name, ba- Bassinger moments where she's just like, why is she wearing a mask? Um, Scooby-Doo acting a little bit. <laughs> Zoinks. And they could have gotten away with just showing you that, but they actually go the distance and be like, mm. look, I like this. He's like, why? Well, no Picasso, but <laughs> do you like it? Gaze um, upon my works in despair. This is uh, that cool moment, though. They usually show you when they show clips from this movie where he comes at her with the with the flower, um, and and it's moments before the arrival of Batman. Um, and this will be, I guess, kind of their first tete a tete as mm-hmm. Joker and the Batman. Batman. Yeah. Even though Joker's technically, he, you will see his white makeup in a minute when she throws the water in his fucking face. But I guess this is the first moment we're fully in Batman co- costume, 
and fully in Joker costume that they meet. And so this is what marks like the third act of this movie. <laughs> Can you imagine? Just this. Just these two people showing up on stage in makeup. <laughs> That's it. There's, there's no real story distinction between the second act and third act. Just these guys are here. Why did he want her? I guess, oh, he saw a picture of her and he thought she was pretty and shit. And okay. so he was like, oh, he set up this fake date. But he also says he wants her to document his work. Yeah, like, he wants to hire pitch. her. Yeah. Oh, there he is. That Batman entering through the skylight. You Look, the rest of the movie can be as fucking mm. weird as it is, but uh, shit like that rad. he got right. Yeah. Oh. And stuff like this, too. We were like, huh? But why does mm-hmm. everyone just stand still when yeah. he's fucking waiting for the thing to do? This I is- like this little guy who jumps, <laughs> hey! <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, leading to one of the most famous lines in cinema history, which you don't even see fully on camera. You just get the tail end of it. Where does he get those wonderful toys? Um, and then the chase is on. And there's a great reveal of the car, of course. Which one? That one. <laughs> <Ba-da-da-da>. <laughs> like, come on, man. How did you not see that car, lady? <laughs> Which one? <laughs> it's certainly not the. He's like, look, the shit box. That's the one I take to drop flowers at my parents' <laughs> death parks. Uh, this, when I'm out on, on the night town, I, I like to take this very Anton Firsty ride. Yeah. Anton First designed Batmobile is my favorite Batmobile. Yeah, uh, ever. Yeah, I'm not a big tumbler guy. Didn't Although, look like a Batmobile to me. This well, looks like a Batmobile. It does. Although this is the slowest car chase in the history of the world. You ain't kidding, man. <laughs> Around fucking three blocks. You yeah. Watch how many times you see the Monarch. And, right. uh, you know, they yeah, try. Right. Here's how I shoot the little uh, Batarang here, too, so I can turn tightly while I'm doing 20 miles an hour around this corner. Like, I couldn't make this turn without the magic. <laughs> it's like, I can't slow down to 18. We'll <laughs> get killed. Um, and why, and you do this thing where the cord's like, help me corner fast. In the meanwhile, you take out 20 people on the curb. We're like, fuck, 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 fuck. It's all good. Don't worry about it. Batman cut my legs off with a cord from his car just because he couldn't negotiate a turn. No, Gotham won't have any lettuce. (laughs) (laughs) The salad days in Gotham are over, ladies and gentlemen. We had one lettuce truck. All they needed was like a crate of chickens as well (laughs) just to complete the comedic effect. Uh, And then the Batmobile is so badass, it could be stopped by a bulldozer. Yes. Uh, let's and, get out and run. Should we wait for it? No, no. Let's get out and walk away. Yeah. How about I use some massive trick? What about I use these fucking lasers and shit to blow that thing out of her way? He's like, no, let's just run yeah. for it. How about you say, could you back up? <laughs> yeah. Just We're in a second. fucking hurry here. And again, what are they running from? I don't know. And why is he running that way? Like, don't ever show him running. Yeah. It's certainly like that. <laughs> I mean, she's actually running a little more athletically than him. Shields was badass. I remember just losing my shit when, when Shields and then suddenly like armored. And that was a very Tim Burton-y moment. That looked like Tim Burton's animation. The car getting covered mm-hmm. with the uh, the armor. Yeah, Bang, bang. They're firing guns at him and shit like that. And, and, and he could take it because you could, he's wearing a suit of armor, as we find out in a little bit. This was, I remember, one of the most terrifying fucking moments in the movie for me because Batman point-blank asked somebody how much they weigh. <laughs> and I'm like, if I was in this world and Batman was like, how much do you weigh? I would have to lie, like she like, did. Yeah, just going with that. But I would have lied by a couple hundred and shit. <laughs> but she lies, and and fucking uh, it, yeah, he pays it. the price for it in a fucking minute. They can't make it the full way because uh, she fucking fibbed about her weight. I like that. See the thing? I'm a belt grab it. She's like, I already did that the other night. You didn't call me back. <laughs> and then he lands and fucking gets knocked the fuck out. Badige. But he tries to give the kick. He's like, you piece of shit. And they fucking biff. And then, bam, bam. Nice. Thank you. Um, <laughs> now, uh, right then and there, you're like, that wouldn't fucking happen to Batman. Mm. Are you kidding me? Um, and 
why doesn't anyone just shoot him in the goddamn face? Like the face is uncovered. If you figured yeah. out it's body armor, just shoot him in the mouth right now. Put the gun in yeah, his mouth. Don't take it off. Stop having a conversation. Yeah. And they also know that it's a girl way too quick. Watch. He's like, shoot her. How do they <laughs> fucking know? Like if you looked up, she's backlit by a giant light over her head. Yeah. This they, is here one. it is. Here's look at the shot right here. It's coming up. This is the best fight scene moment. Yeah. That's cool, but that's not it. It's a flash. It's her camera flashing. Yeah, like the door. Bam, right there. That shot where he, oh, that was the moment, dude. Those two quick shots made me forgive or not even think about how fucking not uh, super action oriented the rest of this movie is. This sequence, this is a lot of people point to, point to all the time. I love that fucking zoom in on his fucking mm. fist. Uh, John Peters maintained this is why the movie made $200 million. I told him, I was like, I love that sword sequence, man. He's like, you know why the movie made that much money? He's like, because that guy was real. <laughs> I was like, what do you mean? He's like, he's an actual swordsman. I made sure we had the best. And I was like, yeah, it's not Jack Nicholson's performance. Boof! It's the Raiders of Lost Ark. Uh -huh. Kicks him in the fucking face instead yeah. of shooting. The guy. That is the best action moment in this entire movie. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. That sequence right there. Um, and then there's a fight later on, but more like yeah, one-sided right. he gets his ass beat but that's him looking the most batman in action yes. when you were a comic book fan going to see this movie in 89 you were like holy shit he did it right. he fucking fought like batman fights and shit like that and yet it all it's all pointless because he could have just stayed in the car <laughs> and been like yeah, shields shields and then wait <laughs> shields open let's go like, and as they all sat there trying to pound to get into <laughs> it he's just like don't worry yeah the bulldozer's gonna move it's all good he busts her ass right here he's like you weigh more a little more 108 that's the thing i would expect him to say to me i'd be like you're damn right i do 108 i was born 108 look at him he's just like bad cut he puts his arm down mm -hmm. but his head's still up there in this shot uh but a cool moment right where he, commands this car and this stop. is the one time it feels like this car is actually going fast in this sequence yeah. in the back road when i always try to stage. figure out if this is a stage or if this is in the real world because look at how perfect and tim burtony these trees are yeah the the shape of the leaves on the road I, I can't figure out whether this is a stage shot or somewhere in the real woods later on you'll see some shots that are definitely in the real world they're coming up but that first <laughs> those first few i'm not quite sure um this is where he is a pimp move, man. He turns on the light so she can't fucking look at him and shit later on. He's like, quit looking at me. Don't look at me when I'm doing this. And she's like, don't face. What? He's like, I'm Batman, not in a fucking face. Don't look at me. What I do is wrong. He's going to turn the light on. But look, that that yeah, was that, definitely not on a yeah, stage. That car's hustling, and you buy it. And moving fast, although they sped up the film a little bit. You could see by the leaves. Mm. But phew, those are the moments they put him in the trailer, and people are like, the Batmobile's amazing. <laughs> To make up for the like, last scene nah, we just saw. Stop. Here he comes, man. He's going to be like, I'm going to turn the light on so you can't see jack shit. Feast. I'm going to turn the light on. And he's like, look what I got in my hand. Look at yeah. it. Touch it. <laughs> ah! Right into the fucking back game. He's like, I love to do that to people as we go to the back game for the first time. Batman's a dick. <laughs> Somebody says dick in this movie. Robert Wall. And when he first walks into the newsroom, they're like, hey, how's your Batman? He goes, ha ha, you dick. <laughs> It says dick in a PG-rated Batman movie. I thought that was pretty astounding. Um, our first, uh, is this our first look at the Batcave in the movie? Uh, not quite, because we saw him like perving out in his own party before. Remember That's right, sitting in the section. But yeah. This is our first wide of the Batcave, because yeah. we've never seen the Batmobile until now. And so you see the Batmobile pull up onto the round platform, and then he turns on the house lights right. and shit. So now he brings her back here, ostensibly. Oh, so my God. He almost let her fucking fall off the thing, he's man. He's a dick, man. He's a, like, this Batman's a dick. 
But so he brings her back here so that he can... She should have figured out it was Bruce Wayne. Because she's like, it's only one other guy has been dick enough to me like you in recent yeah. memory. And it's fucking Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Who, like, lives out here. <laughs> yeah. I was at your house. Like, who the fuck else lives Seems in the middle of the woods? equidistant from the heart of Gotham. Yeah. It's like, we, if we made a left up there, we'd have gone to the front of the house, right? I know Batman. He's my neighbor. <laughs> Can't tell you anything about him. She's like, you are Batman. It's like, I mean, I know Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> now I got to kill you. Step back to the platform again. I'm going to turn the lights off. You and your questions. You're some kind of journalist, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, a photo journalist, <laughs> I see. Um, here you go. Batman being the Dark Knight detective. He's broken it down. This is the Batman you know from the comics. In 1989, you're watching this movie. like, right on. Fucking, he deduced shit. I solved the thing. Yeah. He fucking <laughs> put a little fucking brain matter into it. He's the world's greatest detective. I am the solver. Um, it's almost like he's not present. Like, so how they, he lit it in such a way that Michael Keaton didn't even have to be there. No, not at all. Just, they could have just had somebody just fucking moving. There, <laughs> she's <laughs> like, she's like, are you a person in there? Uh, once again, Batman, the shortest guy in the room. Yeah. He, shorter than the Joker, shorter than his girlfriend. That's he, why he's so uptight, uptight and upset. He's not bigger than life at all. I want justice for the little people. <laughs> Um, this is, uh, th- this is the, of some of that, uh, dialogue that, yeah. Well, when people talk about comic book movies and dialogue, this is kind of what they talk about. But so we, we've established that Alfred can get into and out of police headquarters with documents. Yes. Like he's got an in. Yeah. So why the fuck does he need to bring Vicki Vale back to his cave to give her shit to bring to the police when Alfred could have done that? True. Never mind that, dude. Look, there's scope, a bottle of scope on the back computer. There's something you don't see every day, man. You never see that in a Batman comic, a big old bottle of scope sitting right there at the bat desk and just gets home from a hard day of fighting crime, hard night, as we all know, and uh, a dark night, if you will, and uh, has to quick, you know, take a mouthful of fucking scope because he's just like, it's a lot of blood in my mouth. You would imagine as Batman, you're getting punched repeatedly. So yeah, man, there's like a constantly bad taste in your mouth. In fact, now that I think about it, that's, there should be scope bottles like in every bat cave, bat desk shot. Shit you would have right next to the bat desk, man. Like fucking, I'd have, if this is a real movie, there's a flashlight right there next to the fucking scope on the bat desk because being Batman is fucking stressful. I imagine you'd have to tug one out on the regular, man. And Alfred's always fucking your shit up at the ladies and telling them you're, you know, going to be around for quite some time and shit like that. In any event, man, uh, the, uh, check that out, man. Batman referenced in the newspaper. Uh, you know, once again, we go from the thrill of, of seeing Batman in the Batcave to the least interesting characters in the flick, Vicky Vale and Alexander Knox. And then there's reference to Batman. And then this TV news report, a lot of exposition with the exposition with the TV news guys. Um, he, he references like shit. You can hear him in the background. Is Batman, you know, a figure to be trusted or some such shit? Um, Nicholson uh, gets to shoot yet another TV. Uh, thank God it was a Warner Brothers movie because it's almost like a Warner Brothers cartoon with the amount of TV busting and shooting and punching that, uh, the Joker goes through. I want to. I got a flying mouse to kill and I'll clean my claws. That, that again sounds like dialogue that was just kind of made up on the spot and everybody's like, fuck it. He's in the makeup. Let's go. And it worked, man. I'm not saying like, that was a terrible dialogue, but well, and it's just, where'd that come from? I never heard that phrase before. Um, and it's not like, you know, he nef- necessarily has to every line has to be some pop culture reference, but it's just, it was just kind of strange. Um, Alfred 
playing the role of the the you know fucking uh, school marm or the old grandma is trying to get the kids together. Um, in that scene, apparently, in plants in Bruce Wayne's head, the idea that he should go reveal his secret identity to Vicky Vale. And so here we go. One of the worst scenes in this movie, oh. I'd say, begins now. This this part isn't so bad. There are two cute touches. Like right here, he's like, I like this. Like not lots of space. Mm. And then when the Joker comes in in a minute, he echoes the same sentiment. He's just like lots of space. Um, that's where it goes downhill after that. Yeah. He's coming to tell her that he's Batman. And she's getting uh, uppity, and she gets she confirms what we suspected about uh, sleeping with him because she says it right here, man. I don't know why I did that. Yeah, she's like, and then I put let you in my mouth, and fucking I don't know what <laughs> they tamed it. There it is. I trust you. I even slept with you. She says that. Man. I can't believe they did that. And then that other thing, and then that other thing with the other guy. He's like, I can't believe I got to sleep with somebody who doesn't knife me at the end of the movie. <laughs> I, I never get pussy, and the one time I do, I get knifed for it. So hopefully you're not going to do it. I do like that row in her hair, the the uh, fucking cornrow thing in the middle of her hair uh, braid. You see yeah. the one lone braid? I think it was a nice choice. What's your princess lock from like coming to America? Is that <laughs> <laughs> She's royalty in Blondonia. Um, the, uh, as you can see, the di dialogue in this scene just fucking awkward yeah, man it's all first draft it's all like yeah can we take another pass at this it's nobody who who's a comic book fan mm. it's somebody writing like hey man if you were bruce wayne and you're batman you know like imagine if we have a fucking funny scene <laughs> where he's trying to tell her that he's batman and he can't say it and, and she doesn't quite understand ill-advised yeah. unnecessary I, I wish they would have done one more scene of him as batman yeah, rather than nice. this but or at again, least give this some energy, not just like two people sitting in an apartment. Like, well, this is the scene. He was like, "Look, I begged for the let's get nuts scene, <laughs> and I got it. And then soon you'll see what I mean by the let's get nuts scene." In the novelization of Batman the movie, there was a scene after this which is not in this mm. movie, and I wonder if it was in the shooting draft, and or I wonder if they shot it and then just said it didn't work. But it's apparently, as you can see, it's daytime. Um, after this sequence, Bruce disappears. The Joker leaves and Bruce disappears. The Joker went somewhere in public or whatever. There was one more Joker Batman mm -hmm. showdown. And then Batman showed up on a horse in daytime. Ooh, but that never, so I don't know if they shot it or if it's just in the novelization, but you could look it up. There it is. He's like, I'm Batman. I remember seeing that movie theater and a bunch of non comic book dorks like, ha 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 ha. <laughs> and I'm sitting there being like, you guys don't understand Batman. He would never do that. Bruce Wayne would never mouth the words, I'm Batman. There's, a, there's no truth in this art. Um, lots of space. But man. he's not looking at the apartment at all. This time he's, like, he's looking at her legs. Yeah. That's Jack Nicholson, man. Funny dude. Um, here we got, uh, you know, the Michael Keaton Batman, of course, unlike the comic book Batman, doesn't just have his Batman outfit on under his clothes at all times. <laughs> So he's he's fucked without a suit. And that's what I remember, too, about that scene that was in the book. Like, he called Alfred. He's like, mm -hmm. Alfred, bring me my uh, my suit or something. And bring if I remember correctly, he got dressed in a Volkswagen or some <laughs> shit. Maybe I'm remembering that fucking mall rats or something. But uh, the Joker indicates, of course, that he got rid of his... Uh, he made art until somebody died. Mm -hmm. Alicia was uh, killed. He totally wins. Omelets and eggs. And he breaks something... On her mantelpiece. Mm. So maybe the scene is meant to show the 
similarity of hero and villain because he shatters something on the mantle place. And then Bruce Wayne shows up and says, let's get nuts. And he shatters something on the fucking mantle place as well. Um, so and now, she's just eating popcorn. Yeah. But you know, so he, his Bruce Wayne's plan here mm. is to get the Joker to shoot him. Yeah. Right. Is it? It seems because he put the metal plate, he put the metal plate in there. He antagonizes the Joker. Like, let's get nuts. Like, mm. otherwise, why do you do that? Mm. And then why does he want the Joker to shoot him? To I was going to say, like, so if you draw the Joker's fire and the Joker shoots at you and you're going to pretend to be dead. To what end? Yeah, like, <laughs> fucking, will that will that protect Vicky? No, yeah. it will leave her unprotected. Yeah, and you were just about to tell her you were Batman. So it's not like it's some weird Clark Kent Superman thing where you've got to keep it hidden. You were about to come clean. Or go be Christian Bale when he goes visit Jim Gordon in hospital, put on mm. a ski mask, you know, leave the, and come back in and start... Pummeling yeah. ass or something like that. But like nobody's on the verge of finding out that you're Batman. So why do you have to do this? Like why not just go home? Jack Nicholson just seems like he's being patient in the scene. Like, look, I get it. The kid wants to fucking act <laughs> with me. He doesn't want to be wearing the goofy suit when he does it. He just wants to act one scene. He's an actor. He's idolized me growing up, and I'm sure he said, please, just one scene. Where I don't have to wear that outfit and act with Jack. Just me and Jack and shit. Let me be natural, man. It's called the Let's Get Nuts. <laughs> <laughs> and you'll see why. It's, it's on the call sheet. <laughs> the Let's Make the Let's Get Nuts scene. Then he had his lights out. Now you want to get nuts? Come on. Let's get nuts. The least Bruce Wayne thing <laughs> that has ever been done in the history of anything. Yeah. Adam West's Batman <laughs> was closer to the comic book Batman in every moment yes. than <laughs> Michael Keaton just was in this sequence. Would right you here. like to get nuts? Let's get nuts. Why does the come Joker on. shoot him in the fucking face? Nobody dude? shoots anybody in the face. They just, come on. And one shot, I know you got a little derringer. Maybe it's only a one piece, but like you see no blood. You're like, you're willing to shoot him. Why not, like ask Bob for a gun and be like, let me finish the job and perforate this asshole. Yeah. And like, why do you come with the little pussy gun here? And then in like the next scene, we see the Joker. He's got some giant fucking hand cannon. And why are you abandoning her? Like, you know, you've already shot the boyfriend. Yeah. You come to her house for something. For like, her. Yeah. Clearly. So why not fucking take her with you? But instead, they leave her behind. You could tell this movie was being written and rewritten as they mm -hmm. shot. They leave her behind and she discover essentially just so she could turn around and be like, hey, Bruce Wayne's not here anymore. Yeah. But like this is a sitcom scene. But this is where, fun. Where nothing <laughs> changed. <laughs> I know. It's literally a scene from Friends. He's like, I'm going across the hall. Yeah. I just went to his apartment. Okay. What's going to happen? Why is he gone? Oh, shit. Is he dead? No, clearly. So what? And he didn't tell her he's Batman. So like she's got to be like, where where this fucking loser go? <laughs> like I could have been killed and he's gone. And I thought he was shot, but now he's not here. What the fuck <laughs> is up? And then would you ever bother to open a box that the yeah. Joker sent you? Because that totally makes sense. Acid. Uh, fainting. This is fun. That seems like a John Peters thing, too. He's just like, yeah. And then she could pass out. Or maybe she's like, look, yeah. everybody's got something to do in this movie. <laughs> Give me a funny beat, man. I could faint funny on camera. Let me be funny, guys. And fucking Tim Burton's like, I've already got Michael Keaton <laughs> with this let's get nuts scene every day. <laughs> now I've got fucking Basinger who wants to pass out on camera as if this is funny. He's like, I'm never going to. I wish I was making another Pee Wee movie. <laughs> At least we were honest about what fucking farce we were making. This is where it gets sad. Yeah. Okay, so Knox does his research. Knox is the journalist, mm -hmm. not her. She find, He finds out. Yeah, she takes a picture of it. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hold on. Pose by the microfiche. <laughs> He's like, what are you doing? She's like, I'm a photojournalist. He's like, oh, man. If I didn't want to have sex with you, I wouldn't tolerate this. Um, he reveals, of course, what nobody in Gotham ever knew before. A big, right. Biggest kept secret is that Bruce Wayne's parents were killed in that alley. And then she, she, you don't have to be the Dark Knight detective to put two and two together and be like, hey, I think Bruce Wayne is Batman. Well, but sort of, I guess. Like, Well, she goes to the manor, and presumably what happens is upstairs. Because Alfred is, uh, you'll see him, he fucking closes the door on the bat suit right here. Batman keeps it in like a little vault. Um, then he disappears. Mm-hmm. Then Bruce kicks back and flashes back to the night his parents were killed. Right. Then oh, the very we- next thing is fucking Alfred comes back. He's like, look who I brought with me. <laughs> look who it is. Oh, it's Vicky Fayou. And you sit there going, okay, so what happened while they were off camera? She was like, I know he's Batman. Right. Let me see him. And if you're a good fucking gentleman's gentleman, you're like, I don't know what you're talking about. Or, you know, even big, he's certainly not in any bad cave under the manor. But uh, I guess I was wrong. It's not the very next scene. Oh, it is. This is what prompts the the flashback is uh, the Joker breaks in on this broadcast. And I remember when I saw this movie, I always felt like they put the Joker in. It looked to me, I mean, it's not, but it looked to me like the study of old Wayne Manor from the TV show where the Shakespeare bust is. I was like, what a cool nod that is. But I just think it was like, I mean, obviously that's a chair and a fucking flat back behind him. Um, but uh, this thing bummed me out too, because I'm like, the laws of physics on this broadcast don't make sense. Yeah. Where are they looking? Yeah. They're looking at him suddenly <laughs> somehow like he's on another camera and they can see him in a weird way. Um, but I do like when he closes the screen. Over. <laughs> yeah. The, it, the movie just gets like, weirdly lazy at this part. This is like, ah, we're going to do some shit. Look, punks, gang. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, look at Gothamites. Yeah. Here are the 12 people that live and work <laughs> in Gotham City, and they will be affected by this festival. Here's a bar scene. Remember, mm-hmm. just like in fucking uh, uh, Chris Nolan's yeah. Batman. Apparently, Batman has always got to be a bar scene. There's got to be one. There's got to be a, one of those burning cash cans <laughs> with homeless. Yes, because it's the Bronx circa 1977. <laughs> Soon you see Rocky walking by and people are like, bring it back. All right, there he is. He just closed off the screen. Now he's got the thing to himself. So if you were watching TV and it was split screen, that makes sense. Right. But if you were not watching like a TV that had the split screen image and you watched this guy move his hand <laughs> over, you were like, who is he, Tom Cruise in Minority Report? And so 20 years out of time. Yeah. And so now, did we ever see the Joker steal $20 million to give away to the people of Gotham? No. And I don't know if they say it in the movie, but in the book and in comic books, it's not real money. Yeah. They're, they're they never say that. say that in the movie. No. So just suddenly he's got $20 million he's giving away. He's just throwing out there. Yeah, well, I guess he figures, I'm going to throw it out there, gas him, and get all my money back. But then he doesn't care, remember? Like the Joker and fucking Nolan's Batman right. earns a mountain of money. Yeah. But, but like, yeah, good point. Where'd that money come he's from? He's got it hanging out, you know, loose change. Look at him. He's hanging out in his jeans. There he is wearing them glasses. That's yeah. what made me the fucking blind fuck I am today. Because <laughs> I won't be like Batman and fucking wear glasses. Now, see, here I don't buy that mm-hmm. Bruce Wayne hasn't memorized this file already. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. He's, like, he's like, oh, Alfred, can I have the yeah. file of my parents? Did, did you get it? Like, what, you don't Alfred, any... I've been like, again? Yeah, come on, dude. You read that before you go to sleep every night. You've read that more times than you've read Catcher in the Rye, sir. <laughs> you've read Catcher in the Rye far too many times for me to be comfortable with. See, he took off his glasses, dude. That made yeah. him serious. It was business. Thinky time. That's why I started wearing glasses, so I could take them off and be serious and shit like that. Like it's a monarch theater again. Yeah. now it's important. Yeah, now it plays. Now you see why it's in the background of every mm. shot. In the movie, and what are they going to see? Not Zorro, but it's like some musical. It's a uh, well, and, and it, it was the Flittermouse in in the Nolan in the movie. Nolan version. It was Zorro, and it, it, it in, always uh, been Frank, Zorro. Frank Miller's version. Yeah. Um, in this, it was Footlight Follies. It's it's a musical. It? Yeah, it's not even like it's not like Figaro or something. Nothing remotely relevant, evocative. Yeah. Just that's a thing. Doesn't tie into anything. Oh, they liked musicals. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's guys and dolls. And, of course, there's nothing about, like, you know, this is a philanthropist, Thomas Wayne and stuff. Yeah. Um, and this is a Gotham that's not as decrepit as the one that uh, Batman currently trolls. But as you can see, so there's the hotel, hotel. where <laughs> young Bruce was conceived, <laughs> as we learned earlier. But this is pretty fucking heinous, man. Like, uh, this killing. They found a guy who looks like kind of a young Nicholson, although he's taller, it looks like. Yeah, but, but the pearls. He's got a partner. Joe Chill does it in the comics. Jack mm -hmm. Napier does it in this movie. The pearls, which come right out of Frank Miller's Dark Knight mm -hmm. Returns, and the spilled popcorn as well. Um, but he guns down the fucking parents toot to sweet. I mean, you don't think <laughs> fucking twice about it. The one dude goes for the pearls. The other, the Mister Wayne goes to stop him, mm -hmm. and then he gets shot. And then the fucking Joker shoots her. For no good reason, because she's shrieking. Just and look, he's about to fucking shoot this kid. And he rocks him with the, did you ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? So that later on, right. when he says it. Which I thought was the coolest thing in the world oh, at God. 18. Even I didn't buy that. But man, I, was like, I remember, I, thankfully, Walter Flanagan was like, what does that even mean? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, good question. This is dumb as shit. Like, it's, it's got none of the. He, look, he pulled the car, he pulled that fucking hammer back. <laughs> he was going to shoot that kid right in the fucking face. But he, his buddy was like, let's go. And so you're thinking about the worst thing that ever happened to you and realizing that this fucking dude is the guy that killed your parents. And out of nowhere, the worst butler that ever, <laughs> ever butled in the history of butling brings your fucking girlfriend down to your fucking bat cave and shows her that you're Batman. Like, really? Oh, it is. Grounds for dismissal. It's the equivalent of you send her a selfie of your dick hanging out and she puts it on fucking her Facebook page. You're like, no, you've just seen everything that I'm about. This is fuck. He's exposed right here. Oh, God, Alfred, you fucking suck. And if, if you're Bruce Wayne, I'm like, you could you have the argument to Alfred like, dude, I told you nobody. And you brought her in here. And now this woman has to die. <laughs> <laughs> and her death is on your hands, you yeah. old butler fuckers. Yeah. You made me kill her, Alfred. You yeah. made me kill her. I didn't want to do this. And he's choking her. She's like, Bruce, no. He's like, fucking that butler asshole did this to us. <laughs> if I'm her in that moment, I'm like, let me be the new butler. I'll be better and I'll keep shit quiet. And then and you go strangle Alfred. Yes. Better handies. <laughs> yeah, way better. And the blowies, not so weird afterwards. <laughs> Um, and then, and so, and then the, the, you're done with the old creepy guy who's constantly tipping your hand. Yeah. And you've got a cool ass young Alfred S. That's the way to go, man. Shake it up a little bit. And then he's like, all right, I'll take that deal. And she hits him in the back of the head. Like you fucking idiot. <laughs> hey, everybody look. She takes this picture of him. Instagrams at Bruce Wayne next to his mask. And she, uh -huh. she does side by side. This is, I'm sorry. We're, we're going, the shit we're saying is stupid, but this dialogue that's actually in the movie in this scene 
is way worse than anything we're talking about. It's just nutty fucking yeah. bad. Um, and that's where he says, I tried to avoid all this, but I can't. And right now he's out there and I've got to go to work. And Alfred just closed this fucking closet. <laughs> just leave it open. A minute ago. Now he's, and he got dressed in front of her. She's there still. Yeah. He didn't tell her to leave. She's like, the whole time, she's like, ew, you're putting your clothes on in front of me. He's like, don't look. Yeah. And so, like, why does she ever leave the Batcave now? Yeah. Like, you're in the fortress of fucking safety. Like, I'll be safe here. Yeah, it's fine. It's all good. You know who I am. Just hang out. Or, you look, you got to go to work. Great. I'll wait here and talk to Alfred until you get yeah. home, and then we'll continue this conversation. He'll bring me some soup. It'll be fine. And as you see, the fucking work that he's got to do is he's like, I've got to go kill um, what looks like at least 20 to 30 yes. people. What's my job now? Murder. And destroy bat murder. <laughs> and destroy a chemical plant, which will release chemicals into the air and poison Gotham, probably. Mm, it's all good. Uh, and you definitely create work for the Gotham Fire Department, to say the <laughs> least. I didn't warn them that I was coming up to do this. But, you know, that's what I do because I'm a vigilante. Mm, collateral damage. Blows it all the fuck up. And then the Batmobile heroically runs like a chicken. <laughs> <laughs> this fucking place comes down and people are like, I'm dying. Help. You've killed us. I made the wrong choice in working for Jack Napier. <laughs> All I wanted was overtime. This blows. Everyone dying in flames except for fucking Batman. But when you get to the <coughs> M. Night Shyamalan twist that you're going to see in a moment, you'll see the Batman was never fucking in danger. Because Batman, he wasn't even in the car. <laughs> he did a whole Tony Stark from <laughs> Iron Man 3. He's just controlling that shit. He's not even there, man. There's a little moment there where he turns to face uh, the, the helicopter. Joker could shoot him right here and doesn't. Yeah, it's all Could good. rain down bombs and chooses not to. Could mm -hmm. gas him right there. That's a wicked helicopter, though. Badass. <laughs> that's why Batman doesn't do anything. He's so dumbfounded by it. He's like, I got a lot of cool toys, but that's a badass-looking helicopter. I should rethink purple in this outfit. Um, if you look in that shot, though, when he turns and the mm. helicopter light hits him, his his utility belt drops. It falls it? <laughs> about three inches in a very unheroic kind of like he's too skinny. Kind of way. Like he needs to eat. He's not eating enough. Here it is. Prince is back. Yeah. Trust. Who do you? Um, I believe all these songs came after the movie was done. Yeah. So Jack Nicholson is not dancing to trust. I think if I remember my bad history correctly, I do like his dance, though. <laughs> Again, just very simple, like no legs aren't moving whatsoever. It's all arms. It's a fat man dance. He's not sweating at all. But I think um, that the music, if I remember the story correctly, came later on. But you can also tell the prince never saw the movie. Yeah. Because none of these songs have anything to do with what's it happening in the true. movie. Yeah, good point, man. Like, yeah, he said he identified with the Batman character very much. But remember, he did what was it called? Um uh, he wore the half Batman, mm -hmm. half Joker thing, and he gave a name to I don't remember character. what that was. I want to say, like, what a, a Gemini. Oh, nice. That's what it was Good called. pull. In the video, the Bat Dance video. This is a cool sequence, though. I do like fucking the Joker throwing money to people and shit, and he's got the balloons, and he's going <laughs> to gas them. Everyone's having a good time. There's the Monarch Theater. Mm -hmm. Can't get away from it and shit. <laughs> uh, Gotham is, like, two blocks long. He's got fun Tim Burton-esque uh, balloons. You can tell those are Tim Burton designs. Don't put up a fight. 
sex. <laughs> it's not that type of party. Oh, girl, we're getting high. Wow. I mean, it has nothing to do with Batman. No, like uh, Warner Brothers, people Warner Brothers, like, yeah, Prince, can, do you think maybe you could put a, like, throw Batman in the title? You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can I play that fucking song? They're like, here, you want a Batman song? I'm going to give you the most Batman <laughs> fucking song. I'm going to call it Bat Dance, you jerks. I love Bat Dance. I'm an unapologetic fan of Bat Dance. There's there's no crime in, in loving that song. It's terrible, but it's awesome. It doesn't make any damn sense. No. It, but fuck it, it's Prince. It's just Prince celebrating Batman. Um, and again, 1989, weren't a lot of people doing that. So you were like, mm. fucking hey, Prince is cool, right? <laughs> and he likes Batman, so I can like Batman. There she is, photojournalist, hard at work. <laughs> People dancing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just, that's what you want to shoot. There's a homicidal fucking maniac standing there. There's all this gas coming out of the balloons, and you're Not taking the Joker. Picture. Yeah. Don't shoot the Joker. Shoot the help. She's like, I'm sure somebody else is shooting the Joker. But this is the introduction, of course, of the Batwing. This was the greatest thing I'd ever seen. Yeah. The, you can't fight the Bat. And still, the Bat. Oh, I love this. Oh, look at that close up. Gorgeous shot. Money, money, money. Hubba, hubba, hubba. Who do you trust? Um, if you look at the bat mm. in the current Chris Nolan movies, it looks more like a black lobster that flies, <laughs> um, which I guess we should uh, owe a debt of thanks to the B-52s. Yeah. Black lobster. That's what it looks like to me. This looks like a bat. Yeah. Yeah. And it flies like you would want it to fly. It's it, a little baby fighter jet. It, it is. It's so much so that it could fit in the streets uh, between buildings and whatnot. Um, and of course, there's the iconic shot of it going up mm. in front of the moon the and creating, e. yeah, like the ET <laughs> shot, and making the bat signal. Um, so it, it, I don't know why they didn't, you know, if you're going to make them fly again, which they yeah. did in The Dark Knight Rises, there's nothing wrong with making that ship look That's like a little bat. Yeah, it should have kept it like this. This was a very cool thing that unfortunately it left behind. I love the bat wing. It plays for about five minutes total. Yeah. Of course, you forgot to armor the bat. <laughs> oh, my God. You could take it down with a fucking pea shooter. Yeah, Some spitballs could take it down. Stiff breeze. What happened? Sorry. I often think that that was Jack Nicholson literally talking to the audience. When he's just like, <laughs> now I relieve you of the burden of your failed and useless <laughs> lives. Like Just spoken like somebody who's like, I won the lottery of life. Look at this. I'm having so much fun. They paid me $10 million to pretend to be the <laughs> Joker. And I've got a big piece of the back end. I'm fucking set for life do you know how much pussy i get like I've, that, that dude gets incredible amounts of, of ladies 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 there's More this so great clip jerk. from the oscars where he's hitting on jennifer lawrence really it's kind of amazing where like he's just walking by and she's doing her little red carpet like i just won an oscar and nicholas is like hey how you doing oh and she goes like and she's, ah! and she's like <laughs> Like, I'll see you later. Like, fuck it, Jack Nicholson, you're 83 years old. You're macking on this teenager. I saw there was a quote somewhere where he said, like, as long as I got these sunglasses on, I'm Jack Nicholson. <laughs> the moment I take them off, I'm just some old pervert. <laughs> um, there, there it is, man. Gotham uh, under attack by the Joker and his men. They're losing control. These balloons are going up. Uh, the bat wing still hasn't done anything constructive no, yet. It's just whipped around a few times um, and looked really, really cool. But here's where it finally goes to work. I totally stole this sequence for uh, for um, the Jay and Bob cartoon movie. I, I uh, Jay and Silent Bob super groovy cartoon movie. I, I stole a lot from this movie. Jay, uh, in Mallrats, the grappling gun, mm -hmm. which we redid in, in Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, flat out comes out of this movie. I love that moment, you know, where he fucking fires the gun and shit. So it, it was very influential. It's just weird when you go back and look at it now and you're like, maybe I've outgrown it. Yeah. Or maybe I've just seen him do better.
Um, but the Batwing still getting ready to do something. <laughs> we'll get there. You Here it comes. Man. All of Gotham is dying, being gassed by Smilex gas and shit. It's a shame that Alexander Knox did more than Batman <laughs> to help the citizens of Gotham before he was taken out uh, <laughs> by, by Vicky Vale. Girlfriend. Who doesn't? Yeah, he's like, I liked you so much. You're such a super lady. <laughs> <laughs> And then she abandons him in the fucking garbage, dude. Yeah. And he's With, got a wound. And, and the gas is still all over the ground. <laughs> I know. Like, he doesn't have a mask. He's going to die. But fuck it all, because that Batwing shot coming down the middle of the street is just tremendous. And then there he is. He's going to work. He's bringing up the little clip, man. He's going right. to grab the balloons. This is Batman right here. Right here, this is Batman. But it's it's almost closer to the Adam West Batman, because it's it's the bat shark repellent of vehicles. <laughs> yes, what do I've I do? got a scissor, a scissor. Luckily, I knew that I would have to like wrestle a bunch of giant balloons, <laughs> so I had to build a cow catcher in front that would snap them off and take them off, just in case. It's like the One Swiss time. army knife yeah. of fucking bat weapons. Um, and th that's a cool shot, though. He great. stole my balloons! But still, this is Batman. I'm still looking, but here's what I'm talking about. Watch this. See how tightly they were pulled? Mm. I guess they were being held by people, but it looked like some of them were attached to floats. It just didn't make sense, the science yeah. of it. And those balloons will come down at some point and still kill. <laughs> <laughs> They're not going to go into space and just keep going. Yeah, he's like, I bought y'all 20 minutes. <laughs> Get <Good> inside. <laughs> this is for you, Army. Um, and so in that moment, you're like, right on. Batman uses one of his bat vehicles to go in and, and uh, save the citizens of Gotham. Yes. Very cool thing. Joker killing his Bob the Henchman. Just because. It makes no sense, but you buy it with the Joker character because you're like, it's what he would do. Buyer like, beware. But like, not this Joker. Like This Joker doesn't feel like randomly chaotic. He, had him, he honestly seemed to like Bob, too. Yeah. That, I, I was really disturbed by that when I saw that. I was like, why would he fucking kill that one? You could have killed any one of the other henchmen. <laughs> Bob had your back. There it is right there. Oh, amazing. Great shot. Great idea. I don't know who pushed that idea, but... But that was so the cover of the soundtrack. That was the cover of the, the, the score. Danny Elfman yeah, score. Yeah, the yeah. Elfman score, yeah. Um, okay, so the bat, the bat wing is finally coming back. I like this shot, though. Everyone running and the Joker kind of walking through the chaos. But he notices that the bat wing is coming for him and shit. And Batman starts loading up. He's mm. Look, missiles. Open fire. Fucking Gatling guns and shit. This shot right here. I like that. All the chaos and the Joker just rising into the frame. So, you know, now the Joker's like, oh, he's coming back for me and shit. He can't hear me, but I'm going to talk to him. <laughs> and so they have this moment where Batman not only uses guns, but proves to be the worst shot on the planet. <laughs> You've got one guy alone in the middle of fucking the street, and he can't hit him with machine guns or missiles, even using this <laughs> device where he can put it over his eyes. Master Bruce, would you like armor or targeting on your Batwing? No. Yeah. Can I have both? I'm going to use the force. Only one. <laughs> <laughs> there he is. He's got him dead to rights in the fucking bullseye. Missiles, bullets, all of it missing. Nothing. Him. All of it just going around the Joker. Now, the Joker, on the other hand, he's got himself one of these fucking silly guns that just goes <laughs> on and on and on. A telescoping gun, which suddenly he uses to take down a fucking jet. Yes, with one shot. And he's not a marksman, really. This is this is the Superman flying real fast around the world moment <laughs> of Batman where you're just like, come on, dude. Like, what was all that for? I know. I know. If you could just get taken down by one fucking shell from a gun, that ridiculous. Yes. 
Look, a model is going to crash into other models. Yeah, that is a real. There's a model shot right there. right there. So those look like Matchbox cars. Yeah. Baby fire. But I'm sure they were happy with the way that like the things fluttered to the ground. They're like, that looks real. Maybe they won't look at the cars. Maybe they'll just look at the fucking fire. Um, Batman. Thank God the Joker chased everyone off the streets of Gotham because Batman yeah. would have just killed yeah. thousands, plowed through just <laughs> families because he didn't think enough to like maybe I should land this thing over the water. <laughs> Can I steer? No, bus full of nuns. Uh, and for no good reason, uh, basically the Joker is going to collect Vicky Vale and right. take her to the top of the tower. And again, for no good reason, Vicky Vale left the Batcave. Yeah, why'd she even leave, man? She Well, maybe she wanted to help Alexander Knox. And when I say help, <laughs> I mean hit him with a car, leave him with a gaping open wound in the trash where the rats are licking yes. his blood and fucking he's still ingesting Smilex gas. She just wanted to take pictures of henchmen. I do like the colorful equipment he's got, man. I think it was cute that they added that, like little walkie-talkies and the gas masks and stuff and everything having his logo on it. That was very comic book-like. They, you know, Nolan didn't do that by no, a stretch of the no. imagination. He doesn't believe in color. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's back, kids. Oh. That's the one thing I love about Batman. You can't keep a good Batman down. So even though he fucking crashed, he's all fucked up to shit. He's still going to go after he's, – he's like, I got to accomplish something. <laughs> like, I get knocked down so easily. I get knocked down, but I get up again <laughs> because my name is Batman. He uh, he essentially took the balloons away. Mm. That's a positive. Yes. Everything else, unaffected at doing. Yeah, and now, well, if he could just save this woman and <laughs> then he'll have, and stop the Joker, then maybe the whole night will not be a waste. And open fire on unsuspecting civilians. <laughs> I mean, if I'm the people of Gotham, I'm like, yes, the Joker did try to gas us. <laughs> However, first he gave us money. Yes. And he was entertaining. Mm. This bat guy, he just opened fire on us, like, fucking for no good reason. I mean, I know he was going after the one guy, but, like, yeah, I don't want to die in a friendly fire incident. Duck and cover. Yeah, I mean, fucking, I think Batman is the greater threat. <laughs> if I'm a Gothamite, then the Joker. Um, Batman being very un-Batman, like falling and knocking over a bunch of pews, mm -hmm. uh, being wounded in action and woozy and stuff. That's he's stumbly. It's also like, why are you climbing these stairs, Batman? Use your fucking. You, you've got one. You've used it from the roof to the to the ground. Just use it again. But instead, you know, our, t our hero has to climb the tower to save the princess, as so often happens in movies. What um, physics of this shoe falling are completely wrong mm -hmm. and inaccurate. He dropped it down the middle, and yet somehow it falls on the step where Batman's climbing up and in pursuit. Um, uh, Gordon and the cops are arriving. Just because. Yeah, like uh, maybe we should check this out. Uh, I, I hear a fucking small jet crashed on the on the steps of the church. Maybe we should go look. And then he busts out. Like his big addition to all this later on is like the directs the Klieg lights. <laughs> over there. Yeah, he yeah. says, get a light on the tower. Over there, over there. Here they get foiled by, uh, you know, the Joker is going to drop a bell on him so the Gotham police can't come up the stairs and so he can be undisturbed as he waits for his helicopter ride. Right. And he gets like a dozen henchmen in this tower somehow, right? Do they yeah. drop from the helicopter? I well no, that's the thing. It's they like show up. If the helicopter was there, presumably he would have taken Vicky Vale in it, gotten it and and escaped. Right. So these guys, I guess, were just waiting up here. <laughs> you know? He was like the rendezvous point is the church <laughs> steeple, I guess. Presuming if in plan B, Batman <laughs> crashes the Batwing, <laughs> then we'll all meet on top of the church. If not, we're going to meet at Rite Aid. <laughs> <laughs> 
Everyone got that? They're like, this guy's crazy. They're like, of course he's crazy. He's a fucking joker. Man, there's a CVS right there. Yeah, he's crazy like a fox. Because he believes in Rite Aid. <laughs> Not the Monarch Hotel? <laughs> yeah, let's the meet there. Everyone meet at the Monarch. Um, see, that in there, you got a, a bunch of shit blocking. Right. And watch Commissioner Gordon tries to move this fucking bell himself. <laughs> Here, come on. He does. He, he's like, mm, uh, well, Anybody help? Uh, this is why they made me commissioner. Because <laughs> I try to move the immovable shit. Because I can't move this either. All right, let's get out of here. <laughs> I'm sure they've got this. Right aid? Right aid. No, he's like, let's go to CVS, boys. If only he'd gotten to right aid, <laughs> they could have stopped all this from happening. There he is. He's like, put the lights up there. We can't get up there, but we might as well watch what's going on. And where's the Gotham police helicopter? Yeah. How about getting a Gotham copper, uh, chopper up there, man? Put some lights on this bitch. Maybe help Batman out. Or arrest Batman if you yeah. think he's a bad guy. Or Which, you know, the National Guard, perhaps. Anybody else? This dude just tried to, a terrorist act, yes. tried to kill uh, thousands of people with gas. Mm. Uh, that calls for something stronger than cops who give up when they're like, this door's blocked. <laughs> yeah, there's a bill. <laughs> this guy, I mean, fucking Chief <laughs> Gordon in this uh, Gordon in this movie is like Chief Wiggum. <laughs> Less Commissioner Gordon, utterly fucking Chief Wiggum. Are you sure you didn't dial 912? <laughs> Take her away, boys. <laughs> um, and then here it begins. Now Batman uh, has to face the last few right. Joker soldiers. Here's the dude that kind of flips at him and shit, and he's got those boots with knives that click out. Right. And then Batman pulls this thing out of his palm, which you've never seen before. No, and it doesn't... It ejects forward. It's like a stick... With a plate in it that launches forward five feet. With if if you really have this in your outfit, wouldn't your arm be straight all the time? Pretty much, you know, his bat battering ram. Yeah, that's what it is essentially. It's like this will buy. I carry this just in case I need six inches. <laughs> I don't want to get hit by a fucking knife. Then this dude goes to attack him and goes right through the floor. You can't even yeah. give that up for Batman. Like you can't even be like, "Well done, Batman." He he reacts surprised. Like, Whoa. wow, that's a that's a gimme. I win a freebie. Um, but then this is where a fucking dude comes in and just pummels fucking ass. I would submit that this guy beating up Batman would make a better Batman. <laughs> he's so strong and powerful and he's just fucking, he's relentless and shit like that. He's mad, man. He's Again, gonna, there's a dozen guys on this roof where there weren't before. Yeah, nobody was up there. Because wouldn't they have helped the Joker come through the platform? Yeah. Like, he's not like, all right, plan C. <laughs> <laughs> if I make it up to the tower and Batman's chasing me. When I first get up to the tower, even if Batman's not there to see it, nobody come out and greet me. Yeah, it's all good. Yeah. I've uh, got this. I know where you are. <laughs> but if Batman shows up, then pummel ass. That's when you're allowed to show yourself. Uh, he reveals his gun. The telescoping gun mm. is also just a little bang gun, unless we we're meant to believe he swapped guns while, while they were dancing. He's whatever. got lots of room in his pants. The telescoping gun irritated me because I'm like, why was it already extended in his pants? Yeah, I don't think it was telescoping. I think he it showed literally... it, though. He, went, he closes it Did on he? the steps. Yeah, at one point he closes it. like a fucking... I call bullshit. I call bullshit, too. It's like, <laughs> if it's going to be telescoping, don't have it open in your pants. Um, Batman still fighting this fucking dude. And this dude is relentless, dude. Look at him choking the fuck out of Batman. I like this shot, though. He throws him and Batman gets right the fuck back up. Bam. That is Batman right there. I remember seeing the movie, turning to Wolf Lining and being like, that's Batman. Yeah. There are lots of moments in this movie where you're like, that's Batman. Yeah. That's Batman. But there are a lot of moments where you're like, that ain't Batman. <laughs> that's Batman. Him getting the shit kicked out of him is not Batman. Yeah, that ain't fucking very Batman. Um, and all this dialogue about like, I've tried to avoid all this, but I can't. That ain't Batman. Because Batman's yeah. like, I want this. And this ain't Batman either. Watch. He's like, 
I'm going to kill this guy. Yeah, Clearly good. could have knocked him unconscious, but fuck him. Nope. Down Done. he goes. Batman kills in this movie. Yeah. Just like he probably killed a few Gothamites accidentally with some of that fucking fire at the Joker. We don't know, but we know he killed this fucking dude. <laughs> and we know he killed all the people in the Axis Chemical Plant. Yeah. Well, maybe we don't know, but we can assume half of them at least got yeah. killed. But he did damage to that place. He's got a higher body count than the Joker in this movie, uh, if you think about it. Yeah. I mean, although we don't know how many people have the Smilex. We're not That's sure. True. But, but there's no there's no article about like thousands fucking slaughtered. <laughs> there was a great moment in the book, and I think it was in the script too. In that moment where he's like, you know, into the air, Junior Birdman, and he's yelling at him from the helicopter, <laughs> mm. where he he goes, uh, like he says something, and then he goes, "Watch me," and he just takes off. But there was a a line they cut out where he says, um, something like, "Follow me to the Gotham's. Uh, if you want to stop me, you have to go to the heart of Gotham City." I'm going to kill a thousand people an hour until you do, which is a fantastic fucking line. And if he had said that, oh, my Done. God, I would have been like, that's Batman. Well, that's the Joker right there. <laughs> but he didn't. They cut that line. Yeah. I wonder if they shot it and then said this is too disturbing and cut it out. But that would have been a, mo- a reason for that helicopter to stop mm-hmm. to taunt him into being like, I'm going to kill a thousand people an hour until you show up or whatever. And then. No, not so much. But instead, he just stops to be like, I'm here. And then takes off. And he could have killed Batman there. And this moment's the most fucking disturbing. Vicky Vale pretends to blow the Joker. <laughs> in a PG movie, dude. This is a kid's movie. And, you know, she's like, oh, I love purple. And she's sucking his arm. <laughs> and then she slides down the front of him with there ain't no nothing else but. No. She's going to suck his dick. But she's faking him out so Batman can punch him in the face. But talk about a fucking weird <laughs> fucking assist in a superhero movie. Like, thanks, little chum. What if he's just a, <laughs> a few seconds too late, man? She's like, all right, I'm yeah. about to do it. I'm, I'm putting it in my muck. Hurry it's all up. White. I don't. <laughs> I want it. And she's just standing in the shadows like, I want to see if she really does it. Um, it's such a weird fucking beat of like, I'm going to blow you. Uh, and then you have the moment where Batman reveals to the Joker who the fuck he is without saying, I am Bruce Wayne. But he says, you killed my parents. Without fully fucking explaining to this guy, you know, yeah. who he is. And then he calls him on and he's like, you say I killed you, guy, you know, you fucking, you're copying me, you piece of shit. How childish can you get? I love this, though. Wouldn't hit a guy with glasses, would you? Huh? <laughs> Bam! That's fucking Batman. A lot of people going over railings and precipices <laughs> in this movie. Happens everywhere. And then our hero does it. Was the Joker strong enough to pull Batman and Vicky Vale over the top, man? Put them both in jail. Because he's got hidden reservoirs of muscle. Yeah, I'll, 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 I'll go. I would have forgiven a lot more if they would have let, let him say, "I'm going to kill a thousand people an hour until you do." Yeah, because he's a real bad guy. Yeah, bad yeah. man. Right now, I mean, he's he's definitely pretty much a psychotic bad guy in this. But that would have been just so fucking cool. And look, he tries to kill Vicky Vale, man. Batman, of course, scoops her up and fucking saves the day. But this was the movie where Jack Nicholson lived for another. He's still alive. Yeah. Well, no, um, no, you no. could have made a bunch of fucking <laughs> Batman Joker movies and they killed this Joker and then the other Joker, they let him live and then yeah. sadly the real guy died. So it is a kind of ironic reversal here. Never understood why they would let him kill the Joker. That was a very un-Batman moment. Well, it's all un-Batman. It's true. I mean, the more you look at it. This, I mean, they even took away his parents' killer. It's no longer Joe Chill. It's yeah. Jack I mean, this, this Batman is so off-model. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like, ah, it's kind of this. And especially in light of Man of Steel. I remember lots of conversations that this Superman is not my Superman. Yeah. Nobody said that about this Batman. And yet, 
you could. Yeah, like if there was ba- an internet, there might have been a lot. Yeah, of like that. this Batman is absolutely not the Batman we remember. The only problem, see, they wouldn't have said that a Batman of Steel if there hadn't been Avengers or all the Marvel films before it. That's the thing. We were starving. Yeah. And this movie came and we we're like, holy shit, it's kind of close to right. it, the comics. It plays. It's dark in its, its sensibility, which like the comics are. So, you know, we were happy to get it. But imagine if we'd seen this after like some really good fucking Marvel movies. You'd mm-hmm. be like, oh, this is, that's not Batman. He's not acting in a Batman way. You're not doing anything that I recognize as heroic. And right here is the least heroic thing. He fucking like essentially kills the Joker. I mean, he... He, uh, I, I wonder, you could argue that he wasn't trying to kill the Joker. He's trying to stop him. Like the Joker should have let go of the helicopter ladder before the gargoyle breaks mm. off because now he's got, you know, what, 500 pounds of stone weighing him down. And, you know, if I'm the Joker, I'm waving to the helicopter <laughs> to pull me over to the rooftop yeah. where I can fall with the statue. But maybe but, these guys don't like him either. Yeah, they're like, what? He's the terrible boss. Remember he shot Bob? <laughs> Does anybody want to work for this asshole anymore? They're like, no. Just we don't. like Bob. Bob was the guy who was got us donuts. Bob was a hell of a bowler. <laughs> and he picked up bagels every Friday. Joker's an asshole. Let him go. And there he dies, man. Uh, plummets to the ground, and no, nobody survives that, not even in a comic book movie. And then we get one last exciting beat where, oh, they're going to die too. And then Batman's like, oh, yeah, I've got that thing that I could use to. <laughs> good, thing I didn't, <laughs> good thing that I didn't use it to fucking climb the stairs all that way back. He could have made it to the top of the stairs before the Joker if yes. he used this device. Got up there, kicked the Joker down the stairs because apparently didn't care. Everybody wins. He didn't even have to face the three dudes up top. They would have been waiting the whole time going, do you think it was CVS or Rite Aid? They said we're supposed to meet up. Are we in plan B or C now? <laughs> Fuck, I, I should have listened closer. I was high. I wasn't listening. I mean, he's a funny guy. I like to get high and hang out with the Joker. Um, and at this point, of course, we come back to the bottom and see that the Joker is very fucking dead. And he's got a little laughing voice box. But this was so final. Yeah. And I guess it was like in the mold of 80s movies where you kill your fucking villain. Yeah, like, done. I'll be honest with you. They didn't do that in Star Trek uh, Into Darkness. Mm. Khan lived at uh, Spoilers. <laughs> Khan lived at the end. And I found myself being like, well, this is fucked up. Really? Yeah. Like, kind of like, he should die. Like, he's a big bad guy. He killed a lot of people. So uh, maybe that's because I've programmed from 80s movies and shit. And so uh, they, they there they are. They're fucking killing him yeah like gary Busey has to die at the end of lethal weapon yeah it's just what has to happen yeah but like the joker batman you know without the joker what the fuck's batman gonna do all the time and here you got one of these ceremonies where everyone's just like fucking a we're we're thankful to this masked man who killed many with his flying (laughs) bat jet (laughs) with his arsenal of terror (laughs) the most terrifying villain to hit gotham since the joker the batman (laughs) Uh, and of course, here's this moment here where she's like, oh, Allie, I'd never fuck you. <laughs> and he's like, the whole movie, I was kind of hoping <laughs> that on. you would, but it's I guess not. taste, not so much. He's like, well, I'll go back to writing about Batman. I'll cover the beat. That's, hey, just, that's as good as having a woman. <laughs> I'm alone. It's really the story of how fucking Alexander Knox gets no respect whatsoever. Yes. He's truly the hero. As I point out, he saved more people in Gotham that day than Batman. <laughs> Um, but he gets treated like a, a goddamn joke, man. Although they do let him ask about yeah, the one how question. to get in touch with him. Yeah. He gave us a signal. And then bam, all oh, this was cool. I remember seeing this in the movie and being like, yeah, bitch, the birth of the bat signal. Signal. And I look at it. It's amazing. 
And then, uh, you know, uh, here's this weird fucking moment of her running into fucking Alfred and shit, and she sees the bat light, which isn't like he's not being called to work. They're just showing people it works. Yeah, just false alarm. So we're checking the batteries. And now, yeah, it's just like, look, everybody, we're having a public ceremony for the world's worst kept secret, the vigilante light that will keep on top of (laughs) police headquarters from now until the end of time. So uh, Alfred just picks her up in an alley. He's not worried about fucking, you know, being mugged in crime alley as there's a couple with their child in the beginning of the movie. All is safe in Gotham because Batman's on the job. Theoretically. (laughs) Somewhere. (laughs) Um, And uh, there's, you know, Mr. Wayne said he'll be a little late. And she's like, yeah, yeah, he's going to be late because he's Batman. But I'll tell you what else he's going to be alone, <laughs> right? Alfred is like, I'm, I'm sure I wouldn't know what that was, ma'am. And then we pan up all the buildings, the skyline of Gotham to see Batman standing impossibly high in a position where he could do no good whatsoever. Yeah. Just kind of like, nah. this is why he can't fucking stop the mugging in the beginning. He's too high up <laughs> since it's year one for him. He learns. He's like, you know, by fucking half of middle of my first year of this job, I realized the second floor roof is probably, <laughs> <laughs> probably the best to stop crime. You know, it's not as cool because a lot of people could see you, but you're much more effective at battling crime. Uh, a cool image, of course, the movie ends with, uh, you know, very that huge fu- – Tracy Walter, that was his name. Uh-huh. Uh, Bob the Goon. Ends with that big fucking score, that Tim Burton score. Uh, let's shout out Anton first who fucking, uh, you know, did the production design and designed the Batmobile. He did. He killed himself years yeah. after this movie. Uh, yeah, I, like I, relatively recently, right? I would, no, like, I was – Two thousands maybe? I, oh, yeah. Um, no, I think even before that. Really? I think it was early in my career one day yeah. I read like he fucking killed – within 10 years of Batman coming out. Didn't he design John Peter's office? I remember. Uh, yes, as well. <laughs> I mean, uh, basically, Jack Palance's office is now John Peter's office. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a number one guy. Um, But uh, he did a great job. Uh, Part of the magic of fucking Batman is the Batwing, the Batmobile, uh, the look of Gotham City, the Monarch Theater, which we see over and over (laughs) again. And he was responsible for that look, man. So him, uh, Elfman, Mm -hmm. um, you know, definitely Tim Burton, but uh, Jack Nicholson. And I even give it up for Michael Keaton because, you know, he he had a take on Batman. It wasn't just he wasn't doing Adam West. Mm-hmm. He was doing distracted like, you know, like this Bruce Wayne nonsense was a waste of his time. He couldn't wait to get down the Batcave and be Batman. So I, I give him credit as well. But in descending order, let me see. What do you think is the most important aspect of this movie, overwhelmingly, which made a success? Jack Nicholson. Yeah. I have mean, to it, be. Because, like, Jack Nicholson got the mainstream cred. It got the press. It got all of the attention. It was, holy shit, Jack Nicholson is the Joker. Right. You pull that out of it, and, I mean, even if you got somebody amazing who's not Jack Nicholson, I don't think it gets... Robert Davi as the Joker. <laughs> you love them in Die Hard. You'll love him in this as well. Um, yeah, I would imagine the magic begins uh, with him for sure. And then after that, I, I'd say the score, man. Score is fucking huge. The yeah. And Especially it made the movie bigger than it was. Because it's so kind of plotting and slow. As we've and, seen, as we just stiff. watched. It's like 
you could probably count maybe it's a 20, 25 minutes worth of actual Batman the yeah. rest of the time. It's and half the time he's like standing and walking slowly <laughs> or, or running awkwardly. Or watching people like fucking fall through a floor behind him. Yeah. He's like, what, what happened? What, what was that? Oh, right. that was a close one. I won that one. Awesome. <laughs> me. Yay, Batman. And one for me. I'm a goddamn Batman. <laughs> um, it, it's, uh, yeah, I would say the score made everything bigger, grandiose, made it yeah. seem and also moved the movie along in places. Yeah. He crushed. He, he that was a fantastic score. I don't think he ever did a score as, as powerful as the Batman score. Yeah. Don't have to. You start that fucking big, <laughs> do whatever you want after that. Um the designs, Anton first, like the Batmobile, because they yeah. sold this movie on the look. Yeah. And even like the the kind of Teutonic feel of Gotham City and mm-hmm. this very like German expressionistic giant statues of Yes, with yeah, fascistic and, statues yeah. mixed with the art deco and whatnot. Uh, yeah, the design. So of course Tim Burton plays a role. I mean, I ain't taking anything away from Tim Burton by any stretch of the imagination, but it's the those those are the elements that seem to have pushed it over the top, man. And just the idea that like, hey, it's a serious Batman as opposed to yeah, a campy real. Batman. We're spending money on it. We're we're devoting resources to making a Batman for the modern world. But uh, that all being said, uh, time better spent watching <laughs> like like let's say the Dark Knight Returns yeah. animated. Like oh, that's sure. fan- that's a that's a way better way to spend your bat time, or of course the the Nolan Batman yeah. movies, or like Heart of Ice, the animated series. Oh, like just go to like Batman, the three or four series. great episodes of that show. Watch Mask of Phantasm. Oh, or or write your own Batman story. You know, there's nobody's ever going to tell you the Batman story you want to hear as much as you can tell yourself if you wrote a Batman <laughs> story. I mean, it may not get published, may not get turned into anything, but. Doesn't mean you can't yeah. do it for yourself, man. Give Let your go. imagination run wild because I guarantee you, I'm trying to be fun. How do I do this diplomatically? <laughs> it's just weird to grow up, I guess, and look yeah. back at something. It's a movie that I spent years of my life obsessing over and stealing from to put in my own art and shit like that. And, and to arrive at a conclusion at 43 where I'm like, it's a little, it's a tough sit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's a bit of a tough yeah. sit, but. It, without it, we don't get to the other ones. No. Without it, we don't get to The Crow. We don't get to Blade. Mm-hmm. Which We don't get to The Punisher. We don't get to any of that stuff. Yeah, Marvel. We don't get to the Marvel movies. We don't movies. get to X-Men. Because Marvel is just, at this point, 1989, Tim Burton, Batman. Marvel's got, like, the trial of the Incredible Hulk. Yeah. That's like, what Marvel's doing. Dolph Lundgren's Punisher also comes out in 1989. Oh, my God. You're right. Yeah. And, and fucking do the right thing. Yeah. Same summer, uh, summer <laughs> of 1989, the Batman movie. You could have gone to see Do the Right Thing or Batman or Roger and Me. Oh. These are the movies of the era. <laughs> Um, it, it's still though, it's a part of our bad heritage. It's not terrible. It's not like you're watching the Roger Corman Fantastic Four or something like no. that. Utterly watchable movie, but just not Batman. There are moments where you're like, that's pretty Batman. <laughs> but on the whole, not so Batman. A valiant first attempt um, uh, at, at a cinematic Batman. PG 13. I said PG before, but PG 13. I think we have to at some point acknowledge that Kim Bassinger does get the most improved award. Cause she won an Oscar. Oh my God, that's right. Yeah. yeah, like ten years from this. Are you right? So 1989, then she wins it for for LA LA Confidential. Confidential. You're right. Ten years later, yeah. she's good enough to win an Oscar. Well, maybe it's the all the aggregated practice, mm-hmm. 
or it's just, you know, they don't give her a lot to say in fucking Batman that right. makes a lot of sense. She's got a shit ton of screen time. Yeah, but like when you do. look at nothing to do or say, <laughs> and you can't figure out what she does. You're like, is she a fucking journalist yeah. or a photographer? She's a photojournalist. Right. I mean, you know, LA Confidential, Curtis Hansen, and the material, and yeah, like the entire package is way better than this package. Also, she has less screen time in that movie. She does. She's in the movie like 20 minutes. Yeah, compared to like, she's, when you look back at it, this fucking movie is really on Kim Bassinger's shoulders. She spent 20 minutes waiting for Bruce Wayne to show up (laughs) for dinner. And we're kind of taking the journey through her eyes. I mean, we meet Knox as a guy who's like, I'm investigating Batman, but we meet him for about 30 seconds before he's introduced to her mm. and it's kind of the we're following her on the journey more than yeah. anything else we're certainly not following jack napier we're not meant to identify with with the joker we're not meant to identify with batman they're not our guides into this weird world yeah. she is the marilyn of this monsters bunch yeah and, and and her relationship with the joker is the spine of the movie isn't that strange it's so bizarre which if somebody said to you cold you hadn't watched it and they came up to you like describe tim burton's batman to me <laughs> You would never in a million years go like, well, it's a story about how the Joker wants Vicky Vale. <laughs> but when you watch it, you're like, oh, my God, it kind of is at a certain point for a section of the movie. It's like a couple different movies going on at once. Yeah. And none of them are sitting next to each other at the same time in a way that makes sense. Yeah. None of them as good as The Dark Knight. No. But that ain't my Batman. When I'm synapses are firing my last, and I'm you know, Batman, save me from death. <laughs> I ain't thinking about this Batman. <laughs> Holy shit. No. If this Batman shows up, I'm welcoming the grave. <laughs> yes. Let's get nuts. No, good. <laughs> yeah, yeah um, I'm, I'm good over I'm here. You right. get nuts. By the way, <laughs> I know who you are. Um, it, it's, uh, it's still a movie definitely worth checking out. Part of our bad heritage and whatnot. Glad to have spun through it. Don't need to do it again for a little while. Next yeah. time we get together, me and Mark will go through, uh, logically, the next one in the series. Batman Returns. We'll go through Batman Returns. we we got to give it a little while, though, because... <laughs> I don't know if I can take another journey into into Burton Batland again. Boy, it's just different. It's so different after the last ten years. It's different. Not even after like after the Nolan Batman movies, dude. It's different after Iron Man. Yeah, you know, it's just like, well, this is a story of a billionaire who wants to do good and fucking. He's charming as fuck and he's funny and I I like him better when he's not in the fucking suit. And so they found a way to fucking dial it up. Man, I remember like he would walk around. What's his name? Robert Downey Jr. Mm-hmm. Talking about the summer that Batman came out. It was Bat- uh, Dark Knight and Iron Man. Mm. And he was going, why does anyone care about Batman? He's not cool. He's going like, he just hangs out in that cave. He's a pussy. He's going, Tony Stark <laughs> is fun. He makes this shit. He's a genius. He builds his things. He operates. He puts himself out there. And like he, he kind of chipped away at the Bat mythos a little bit. Where I was just like, yeah, I guess he does hang out by himself. Billionaire, playboy, philanthropist, genius. Yeah. All the above. And then one seems to be having a way better time doing yes. it. Yes. And the other is kind of like, oh, the pain, the pain. <laughs> um, but still, re- re- even if uh, with missed notes, it still can't diminish uh, the fact that I spent a lot of money seeing this movie. <laughs> movie <theater. laughs> I bought a lot of it. I bought this on VHS like fucking five times. Probably gave it as gifts. Bought this on DVD, Laserdisc, uh-huh. fucking Blu-ray. I've now bought a digital goddamn copy. <laughs> 1989, Tim Burton, Batman. Go check it out. Um, don't listen to what we have to say. Make up your own mind. Can't go home again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you boy, you fucking summed it up best. Holy shit. Um, thank you for being here in the Fat Cave, sir. Next week, uh, come on back and we'll chat up. We'll do some more bat chat, if you will. Same fat time, same fat channel, smodcast.com.